What is up, everybody? This is Ray Taylor, at Ray Taylor on Twitter. And we're about to start uh, the part seven of the 24-hour podcast. Only two more. Only two more to go, people. Only two more and I can go to sleep. Okay? So give your money to Yuck Nasty at GoFundMe.com slash Yuck Nasty. We're currently waiting on Mike Maxwell Art and producer Lex from the Live Free podcast to come on. They're hosting this three-hour chunk. And, uh, yeah, um, should be good. Should be awesome. Uh, special call-in guest uh, in about an hour. And uh, who knows what else will happen in this next three hours. But starting... I'm hoping that we, we get a whole lot of donations. That's what I hope. That would definitely be awesome. Um, yeah, so Mike is setting up. Mike and producer Lex are setting up right now and should be calling in soon. Uh, but, you know. Time's a wasting, so we started. It is, yeah. We so, can give a we can give a total right now. So we'll refresh it, and we'll for see sure. our total. Our total right now is oh we had a couple of donations. Mish, Mish and Lady J and at Dom five thousand S donated. So we are sitting at seven thousand one hundred and thirty two dollars, which we are officially over the seven thousand dollar mark. So Keith has no excuses anymore. Yeah, but he could try. Well, he can try all he wants. I'm going to give him shit about it forever, though. That's what happened. So, we're over $7,000. I would really love it if we could, I don't know, break eight. I'd love it if we could break ten, but I think that's a stretch. You never know. We'll never see. Know. Maybe there'll be a big, uh, maybe Bourdain will come on and be like, you know what? My wife didn't donate enough. There was supposed to be another zero. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. I would I would love, stop that. You're a bad baby. Uh I would really love to get Rogan on. I know Mike texted him and I messaged him. Yeah. So Well, you know, he's a busy guy. It would be awesome. Yep. Be awesome. You never know. We'll see. Out. We will see. Well we will. We'll see who else we can get this to call in this afternoon. Yeah. I will be happy no matter what because everybody's just showing their support. Yeah, well, and the the audio and the video will be available online, and so you know people who weren't able to catch any of the twenty four hours um, can always listen later and donate when they hear it at whenever they hear it in any given time. They can just donate right. and stuff. So the seed okay. will be planted today and forever will grow into a prosperous oh we got some oh that's a whole slew of people why is a whole slew of people let me just answer it and see what happens hello Hello. a lot of people are on the air right now possibly mish is here i'm here keith are you here too i'm here okay it's like trying to load a lot of people yeah, and it, it uh, like, put me on hold. I'm gonna kind of eliminate people here. Wow. Sorry. Did you mean to call me? No, sorry about oh. that. Oh, I don't know why it called everybody. <laughs> yeah. I think I did it when I signed on. I think I called everyone. Oh, great. <laughs> My bad. That's what that here, was. Here, let me, I'll fix it. Okay. Now I don't have anybody. All right, people, call me back. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, where's Keith? There's Keith. Where's, where's fucking, there we go. Good job, Keith. I think you hung up on everybody. Hold on. My bad. 
Hold on. Actually, you know what? I'm going to hang up on you because um, I think I'm still right. on the line with Jill. So just call back again and I'll fix it. Oh, unhold. Okay, fuck that. Everybody just call back. All right. Better? I don't know. I, I had to hang up. I didn't. It couldn't unhold, so. Yeah, when I, well, I just clicked back on Skype and it was just like group call and I yeah. just clicked back on it and everybody yeah, popped I was up. Like, I was like, oh, fuck. I saw it and I was like, is that... Is is that Keith or is that a cluster of people? Because it kind of seemed like a cluster of people. Well, and I've it signed on and it's just been a cluster and then yeah. it whittles itself down. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was me. All right, Jill, call back. Uh, so Mike Maxwell setting up right now with producer Lex. I uh, should be calling in any minute, but we are live. And uh, and we're raising money. We're raising Timmy money Gay. for Timmy Gay. Go to GoFundMe.com slash YuckNasty. Excuse me. Two S's. I get emotional when I hiccup and when I talk about uh, fundraisers. So it was a, a double double whammy right there. I survived yeah. it. Here's Jill. And My hangover is just really coming into full effect right now. Oh, lucky you. Oh, yay. All right. Here we go. So how's everybody else feeling? Keith? Uh, I feel I feel like a bag of dicks. Aw, you oh. look like one. Bag. Not a bag, just a single. Oh, say. man. Yeah. What's it like to have a bag of dicks? What's it like What's to it like feel to like, like one? Them? Uh, I don't know. It's kind of nice. you got a variety pack. I mean, I usually don't buy all the same dicks. Usually. I like, to, like to have an assortment. Right, right. That, that makes sense. Yeah. I love the sunglasses are still on. That's, it's what has to be done for me to actually look like a normal person and not look like uh, not working. a junkie. <laughs> yeah, you're going in the complete wrong direction if that's what you're going for. <laughs> a hood on with glasses. Well, yeah, but you know, a junkie, a junkie trying to cover up looking like a junkie looks like you. Well, that's a good, good cover-up, junkie. <laughs> I guess so. Way to go. Is he a junkie or is he just cold? And it's bright out. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. Yeah, so uh, we're on the last six hours. There you go. I don't like hearing it. We have two parts left. That sounds way better to me. Six hours Seriously, you've already been through so much. I know, but it's still six hours, man. I don't know. I'm probably not even going to be able to go to sleep. If it's anything like last 24-hour podcast. Ooh, we're getting a call. We're getting a call. Hi, Mike. Caller, you're on the air. Hello? Yo. Hello? What's going Hello? on? This is uh, Shady Threes on Twitter. What's up, um, Shady Threes? Oh, there's What's Mike. Hey, Mike. We're just waiting for our host, Mike Maxwell, to join us, and looks like he is. How you doing, Mike? Or not? Psych. Um, we just get to watch Mike's avatar uh, hang up hey, on us. Mike. Bye, Mike. Um, we miss you already. That was the fastest three hours. All right, guys. We're going to reset now, and then we'll be back <laughs> with our last part. Go. Wait, when, did, when does his three hours end? In three, three hours? hours? Yeah, but I'm saying what time? 
fucking 1 p.m. Pacific okay, cool. for right, your well, time. Well, then it's 1 here, so uh, Mike's already done. <laughs> What's up, guys? What's up? So thank you for saving us from Keith's bad comedy. Uh, I, I'm so sad I missed that. No, you're not. Oh, you didn't miss much. Don't even worry about downloading it. All right. Sorry we're late. Uh, we had, of course, technical difficulties. Our mm-hmm. first 24-hour podcast on this end. No worries. No worries. It happens. It happens. Uh, thank you again for having us. Producer Lex and I are here. Can you see us? Are we in uh, the... No video right now. Turn her on. Um, okay. There's no option. Yeah. Just a little button at the bottom. No. <laughs> Anyone who's heard my podcast before knows how hilarious it is that you just said that to me. I know, I know. No, um, it I'm seriously having all sorts of technical difficulties here today. Nothing seems to be working as it normally does. Absolutely, uh-huh. that's that's how we roll here. We infect everybody with our technology so herpes. Hilarious. You know. Yep. We gave give them the herp. I love it. I love it. So uh, let me call you right back, and then okay. I'll see if it works. Sounds good. Who else do we have on with us right now? I don't know. I have Shady Threes. I'm up with you from New York. New York. How you doing, man? Oh. How's it going? Thank yeah, you I'm a newer Death Squad uh, member. I've only been following for like a year. But... Mm-hmm. um. Yeah, you guys, uh, I pretty much follow everybody, yeah. So, like, I'm kind of up on, uh, you know, what's going on. And I was tweeting out last week how, uh, yuck, I'm familiar with the Yuck Nasty situation because my house burned down when I was, like, 11, 12 years old. Oh, wow. And I was out of a home for, like, six months, you know, bouncing around from people's house to house. And, and my community actually got together, uh, you know, like a fundraiser for my family to try to help us out and shit, yeah. That's awesome. So, like, yeah, yeah. I kind of know what he's going through. It's a, you know, it's it's a, it's a long period. It's a tough time, man, especially in his situation where, you know, he didn't have any uh, insurance. Like, in my case, I had insurance, so we had to wait. And, you know, insurance had to take over, and then you can get your stuff rebuilt and shit like that. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a tough thing when... Uh, when you lose everything, you know, that fast, and then, you know, reality check, you know, fucking, you get into a grind, so it'd be, uh, real nice if people could just show out just a little bit, you know, if they got it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's... My fabulous hair is in, in the screen again, right? Yes, it is. Yes, beautiful. I, I sound okay? Yep. Yep. So we had to totally rearrange everything. It was quick, man. You got it working. Producer Lex is on top of his shit. He knows what the fuck is up when shit hits the fan. What's up, Producer Lex? How you doing? How you doing? Hang um, so, again, we have a ton of fucking shit to give away. And I've already started. Uh, I have a bag full of names. Keith, you're in there. Woo! Oh, shit. Ray, did you donate? No, I haven't yet. <laughs> I've been too Let's, busy. <laughs> I think that we should just automatically give you one of the gifts. You know what? I'm not going to argue with that. <laughs> I mean, I could. No, 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 no. Don't. No, but first, um, just right out the gate, we got to get more people donating. And if I have anybody who is available to keep track of names, tell me the names that come in as they come in on the uh, GoFundMe.com slash YuckNasty. Keith, can you do that? Yeah, I'm on it right now. Fuck yeah. Less. So I think uh, 
you just let me know when new ones come in and we'll hit that. I think uh, we should, I want to tweet it too because of the uh, quick start here and technical difficulties. I didn't do a final tweet out that we're on, but I, I feel like I've done enough promotion. Yeah. Over the- yeah. Yeah. People, people should know. Be and I know. I've seen some, uh, some donations coming through. How are you guys holding up? I know Keith, you were hammered. Oh, five. so drunk. You were hammered early last night. Well, early for you guys. I'm three hours ahead, so yeah, yeah. I mean, early on into the show. Yeah, it was. Uh, I'm still wearing the shades. It's a, uh, it's Can a rough match, morning. Are my shades up there? I want to. I want to try to match Keith. His his swagger <laughs> over there. Oh uh-huh, fuck. No. Oh, here we go. This is what I'm talking about. It's kind of hard with the, with the headphones too. Yeah, that's why I got the earbuds. I can't. Can't do the full headphones with the shades. <laughs> so I literally have a ton of stuff to give away. I I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, it's... <laughs> I'm not that fucking cool, man. I wear my sunglasses inside though. Like when I go to like when I go to the coffee shop in the morning or like some stores that are brightly lit, I will wear my sunglasses inside just because I don't want anybody to make eye contact with me. Mostly, yeah. That's that these glasses that I wear. I love them because they kind of block everything out, so I can avoid whatever the fuck I want to avoid. Yeah, you sort of go get to go into your own little world. Yeah, avoid the rest of society. I have this people. Why that, I was wearing those because <laughs> your eyes are red. Oh, it's just so bad. That's what I threw up this morning when I woke up. If that uh, tells you how drunk I was last night. Nice. There was just some a few letters that you wouldn't have known if there was just a few letters that you were having a hard time enunciating. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I get real slurry when I get drunk. I think I checked in and you looked like you were sort of nodding out. One of these. Yeah, and then your screen was out pretty soon after that. How are you, yeah, holding, Ray? I didn't even sign out. I I just closed the, the whole thing. I was just like, all right, <laughs> I'm all right. I'm I'm exhausted, but. Two more, two more chunks to go, and uh, I'll probably won't be able to go to sleep after it's over. But you know, at least I can pretend like it's going to be sleep time. It was cool to to call in and talk to some of those guys who I haven't been able to talk to I, yeah. besides like via Twitter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I hadn't even I hadn't even met yet, which is kind of weird. Like I was thinking about this yesterday, like how involved I've got, but it. I, I don't know if a lot of people know the like in the arts community, you'd be surprised like almost every week there comes emails like, hey, do you think you could donate some art for this charity, for for this program, for this thing that's coming up? And artists always come out 150%. Yeah. It's really crazy. They, and, it, and, you know, artists are some of the poorest people that I know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Comics do the same thing. You know how many benefits sure. that. And when I say been... artists, I don't. I don't mean just fine artists. Oh yeah, I know what you're. I know yeah. what you're talking about. But yeah, it's amazing the level of generosity that comes from people who, who don't have that much. You know, like who, who are giving from what is their need. You know, like I, I find it super, super amazing, and like I'm, I'm blown away. Like. I, I remember a few years ago, I was trying to get to Miami for Art Basel, which is like, it's basically, uh, you know how everyone gets all crazy about Coachella for like a music festival? It's kind of like, it's like a art, like fine art festival. I remember all your pictures from that. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. And I just 
randomly ask people to help me get out there. And I raised like 1200 bucks in a few days. And I, it was it was like, holy shit, why do all it was amazing to see that people cared. Yeah. You know, like that they wanted to see me go have a particular art experience and they wanted to help and be a part of it in some way. And so, like, it made total sense for me to uh, to start helping Yuck. In this way, even though we don't really know each other, we have maybe like favorited tweets at the most. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it just, it, it was like, okay, here, here's something that I could do that I know that all my friends are willing to help out and could, could help him raise some money. So the goal here for the next uh, two and a half hours is to get as many donations over there as possible. Even if it's five bucks, 10 bucks, 20 bucks. You know, there's a bunch of people that have donated in the hundreds. The people who who donated like fifty dollars or more, I wrote their name down a couple times and threw it in the bag, so they have nice. a little bit better chance of snatching some of these awesome prizes. Should we go through some of them? Since yeah, man. I've, yeah, I've told people. I, I have pictures on my Facebook and on my Twitter. Um, I got it all written down. Um. So Ryan De La Haas, who is a badass artist, who's really like making a name for himself this year in particular. He just had a show in Los Angeles. He donated um, a T-shirt and a print set, nice. and his shit is super ill. Um, Skinner, who's been on the podcast, has a screen print that he donated that is like uh, looks like it's like thirty color screen print. It's it's in yeah. the tens of colors. Damn. Have you seen his work before, Skinner? Maybe cool well, if we maybe. Could show stuff. What's that? I wish I could show like uh, oh. links and shit. I'm not that technolo- technologically evolved. That's right. I, um, I could do it, but that's a lot of work that I don't. No, I, <laughs> I can't. I can't. That's too much complex thinking for me. I think we uh, caveman coffee. Our our boy Tate Fletcher Maximus. Pirate life. A, he linked us up with a few bags of the caveman. I think we should give Ray one of the caveman bags since he looks like a caveman. I'm down with that. I, lo- I love that coffee, man. Well, I haven't had his. I've had Bulletproof, but they're, it's like the same idea. Single source coffee, right? Yeah, it's out of New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to see the blonde bean. I don't know that I've ever seen the, the blonde coffee bean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, yeah. What are you smoking on, Keith? Uh, Tobacco. No, you're not. <laughs> Stop it. I live in Ohio, man. Uh, I don't know. It's a, uh, it's a uh, delicious whatever it is. I didn't ask, since yeah. uh, since it's more of an illegal trade around here. You don't always get the straight from the horse's mouth what it really is. Dude, we're seeing changes with Colorado legaliza- legalizing. Uh, California should fall in Hopefully. to line. California. Yeah. So I'm so irritated with stupid ass California. Yeah. I made a big plea. It's actually, I think, my first podcast that I ever did on the Live Free podcast was about uh, cannabis legalization and sort of law because it was right when the the voting was getting ready to happen. And so many people who were like growers and people who sell weed are the ones who ruin that. It's it's not. It mean, I don't know how many people realize that, but it's the people like in Humboldt and all these growers who all band together to vote against the legalization because yeah, it ruined them. <laughs> yeah, it, well, it wouldn't have because we could have seen a ver- a, a new type of market evolve yeah. like we're seeing in Colorado. They're already having shortages and shit there. Yeah, I find that hard to believe. 
I, well, I, I, I think a lot of growers are holding back some of their uh, some of their product and maybe trying to drive the price up. Yeah, and the price has gotten is is fairly significantly lower in Colorado than it is here. Well, I'm curious about the quality. Um, Gonzo was on, and they he was saying like a fifty dollar eighth plus like thirty something percent tax on that. Five percent tax. Yeah, I don't know what that comes out to, but. but. I think he was saying it was like seventy five dollars an eighth. It's costing them now, like where before it was costing them fifty dollars an eighth. Yeah, but I think that's only like temporary anyway, because just like anything else, like supply and demand, there's going to be more, you know, distributors opening it up, better quality for cheaper price. And, you know, eventually the price will just come back down and be yeah. more reasonable anyway. Oh, yeah. I mean, what? We're only in the second week. You know how many people are just now starting their grow house or, you know, whatever they're allowed to do? You know what I'm most interested in? I, I'm i interested in seeing the business that grows around and the market that grows around, like, the bar industry. So, like, for alcohol, you go to a bar, you hang out with your friends, and you drink. The same thing will be available for cannabis once it becomes a sort of normalized, like, regular thing in society. So, like an Amsterdam type of or, uh, feel. like Puff Mama's doing up in uh, Canada, kind of. But that's comedy still club. illegal. I mean... I mean, regardless of what they let them do there, it's still illegal. But that yeah. kind of thing, I mean, that kind of thing can exist. But, I mean, yeah. I went to Amsterdam a couple of years ago, and the whole coffee shop feel of – it's like a bar, and you just go in and smoke you know, weed with your buddies. It's great. In California, particularly in San Diego, the craft beer world yeah. is super huge. huge. Yeah. So within, like, you know, five miles of me, there's at least ten breweries that have – uh, in like a huge warehouse, they have they do in house brewing. They have a tasting area where like a little mini bar is set up. They have a little outside seating or like a seating area and food trucks. I could see the same thing happening for cannabis, where you have a huge warehouse where you have your grow room, where you could literally take people on tours to come through and check out your setup, walk them through, kind of like a winery, <laughs> exactly yeah. like a winery. There's right, no right. reason to see that not become like a utilized market and something that could, you know, boost a, a major part of our have, economy. Have you ever walked into a, a big grow room? No. Like any, anyone here? <laughs> yeah, well, allegedly. I mean, but of it's, course I have. it's an incredible <laughs> feeling. Like, I don't know if it's the fact that the plants are magic or the fact that I just love marijuana so much, yeah. but you get an overwhelming <laughs> sense of happiness just being around them. Well, there is an energy, right. right? Without sounding too like too hippie, hippie. <laughs> but yet, no, there definitely is. Like, and I don't know if it's like I said, it's just like I love weed, so to see it in its glory. But I would say that you find the same thing in a lot of other plants too. So, like, uh, like we have a, a bunch of like huge flower fields here in San Diego, like uh, botanical gardens. And something about being in an area where all the plant life is exactly the same may have some type of energetic value, maybe. Yeah. Plus, it smells really good in a grow house. Yeah, and it looks so weird because it feels like you're not supposed to see it because we have all these stupid stigmas about illegalities. It's like, oh, shit, it's like catching a unicorn for a second. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is it is the leprechaun of the little green leprechaun. You're like, ooh, look where it is. It's the pot of gold. Oh, my God. Have you seen that film about uh, there's a documentary about like four or five plants that have stuck with humans over history? It's like the tulip, uh, the potato cannabis and i think the apple 
It's a good film, and it, it it makes the the idea that like these plants have somehow connected themselves with humans in like an interactive type of co adhesive existence. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. And apples are are weird motherfuckers too. Like they we only all apples used to just be bitter as fuck, and that's why they made cider with them all the time. And drank that shit like through the 1800s, or you know, as soon probably way before that, but like was utilized all the time. And then one apple ended up being sweet, and then they started, you know, breeding that one over and over again, just crazy inbreeding. But for a long time, it was just bitter ass apples, mm, crab apples. And motherfuckers yeah. drank alcohol anyway because that was the only thing. Like the water was not very trustable. Yeah, that you you survived on beer back then, or, yeah. or wine, or whatever. Wine. Yeah. yeah. People must That's have just insane. been walking around shithoused all the time. Imagine in Egypt for how hot it was, and then they only drank beer 90% of the time. Like, everyone just had to be shithoused, smelling like shit. What was it, mead? Yeah. yeah. It's probably brutal. Oh, and I, and I bet it wasn't brewed, uh, you know, that sophisticated. You know, there's no carbonation, so it's just flat, yeah, rough. <laughs> and they're just getting... Taking it to the head. The tolerance, so, though, had to be great. I should have tried to get some. I, I bet I could have got some of these local breweries to donate some beer. Those fuckers. It's crazy. I go to this. I go to a couple different places. I drink like two little tasters, and I I get a buzz. Oh yeah, these craft beers are definitely way heavier than any fucking shitty. Everything's domestic. like nine percent and over. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, GoFundMe.com. Slash yuck nasty double S. What's the what's the catchphrase? I like. I heard a couple people say it. He puts the, puts ass. the ass nasty. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> so I think hopefully we'll have some callers uh, call in. Who's the who's homie that's on the line now? Is he still there? Uh, Shady Threes. Yeah, I'm still here. What's up, man? Shady Threes from New York. I'm I'm at Shady Threes on Twitter. You know, I'm from uh, New York. Oh, nice man. Good to meet you. Uh, nice to meet you guys. Yeah, do you uh do you follow my podcast at all? You know me. Um, Can we talk about? Oh, no, we're doing it again. <laughs> Say my name. <laughs> Say my name. Yeah, I'm not sure who's actually on right now because I uh, I got cut off the UStream and I couldn't get back on. So um, when I called in, uh, you guys were just changing shows, so I'm not even sure. Who was on at the moment? Oh, right now you're on with Mike Maxwell from the Leave, Live Free Podcast with producer you Lex. Said leave, leave, leave. Get the fuck leave. out of your podcast. <laughs> leave free. Wrong answer. I've had a bunch of people yeah. call it the Live Free. I believe I follow both of you on Twitter. Um, I haven't heard the Live Free podcast so yet. We got but a. I'm um, fairly new to podcasting. I've only started listening for a little bit less than a year. But, um, you know, I'm addicted to it. You know, I, I can listen. I listen like 10 hours a day at work. You know? so, like, we have uh, a... try to follow as many as I can, you know? We have a great donation from an artist from New York. His name is um, Chris Reaney. He does uh, illustrations for Fightland, the the show that Vice does, uh, all about MMA and jiu-jitsu and martial arts in general, I guess. Uh, right. He did this wood burn on, on oh, the Lesnar mirror. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Frank Mir facing off uh, with Lesnar. He did a, a wood burn 
on a, a sheet of wood. I I don't think I have the dimensions, but it looks like a fairly large piece. So somebody's going to win that when we when we start the raffle. Um, I think we'll, maybe we'll start raffling some stuff off in about a half hour when we hit the uh, 11 a.m. Pacific time mark. All right. Maybe we'll start getting some of the stuff out there. I have a bag full of names. I went ahead and a bunch. We of got names. another fifty dollar donation from oh, uh, beautiful Big J the welder. Oh, Big J, Big J. Somebody, we do have a GoPro. Let's show the GoPro. Yeah, on yeah. The, GoPro on the three. Camera. What was his name? Big J. Big J Big the welder. J. And I don't know how up to date you were, but Mish the Dish uh, donated right before him too. I don't even. I don't even have my phone. Sweet. What was the one below that? Uh, let me see. It was uh, Big J Mish the Dish uh, Dom? It's uh, at Dom Five Thousands. Yeah, I need that one. So I needed that one, Mish, and I got Big J. So check this out. We have a GoPro Three. Uh, the, it's the white edition, 1080p details, details, details. Um, it has all the clamps. The, it doesn't, we don't, I don't have the, uh, it's the, there's a couple little add-ons that you can get for it, uh, that isn't in this package, but maybe I'll get that for the person who, uh, who gets this. This was an anonymous donation. Awesome. GoPro easily worth 200, 300 bucks. So somebody might just be able to donate five, 10 bucks. That's all you got. And you have a chance of getting the GoPro. Come on, people donate. So let me get those names. We had Big J. We had Mish. Oh, nice. We got it right here. And Dom. Yes, it is. Let's scroll down that way. All right. Cool. We have the list set up here as well. Awesome. Uh, Ray, you got to come on the Live Free podcast recently. It was a pleasure to have you on. It was a pleasure to be on. Uh, people haven't heard that episode. I think that's the most recent one that's up. You can find that on the iTunes. Absolutely. I actually did listen to that episode. I, oh, you listen to yourself? Yeah. I keep I, hearing all these people say that they don't like to listen to themselves. I don't. And I can't believe it at all. But I went I to subscribe I, I to it. I haven't listened to one of our podcasts in almost a no, year. I won't listen to mine. Because then I have to listen to Keith God. again, too. I have to listen to mine to get all the levels set. So it's just like I listened to it like two or three times before. So after that, I'm like kind of tired of each episode. Oh, yeah. Have you guys found that you you hear the tone of your own voice now? Do you know, like, so I've heard mine so much that I can now hear my real voice when I'm talking. You know, like most people talk and they think they sound like something, but then they hear themselves. They're like, I don't sound like that. Now, when I hear myself talk inside my head, it sounds like the voice that I hear if I'm listening to a recording. That sounds yeah, like I, I agree with that. <laughs> I, I get that from doing comedy, like being on stage and hearing your voice back on a mic. Like, after a while, you just finally hear yourself as you really sound. Yeah, I guess that's as, true. I, with the headphones in, to, I hear myself. Well, I mean, your ears are behind your mouth, obviously. So the sound goes out. It's like uh, an ambulance sounds one way coming towards you. But once it passes you, it sounds a complete different way. Yeah. Sounds so weird, man. <laughs> sounds, bro. Your mouth, you sound totally different. Fucking waves in the air that you can't even see. 
But you can I, uh, I totally want to get that nasal, like, reconstructive surgery to clear out the sinuses. Yeah. I'm so interest, interested to hear what I sound like once I actually can get oxygen and air in through my nasal passages. <laughs> it, yeah, but you might – what happens if you get that and then you sound like a dick or something? You know what I'm saying? Just <laughs> hate your fucking voice even more after that. You're like, oh, my God. Uh, if I sound like a dick, I'll probably like myself. You sound just, like Fran Drescher. Just, again, just be like, fuck it, man. I mean. <laughs> no, I, I, I've heard that some of those, it doesn't work sometimes. Like some people's structure just closes back up. It would suck to like do something like that. Like you think you're helping yourself and then all oh, of a sudden shit. you get like Michael Jackson nose and it all just falls apart. <laughs> just implodes like Tower 7. I've had hand surgery that didn't take and that shit's infuriating like you're like okay so i paid ten thousand dollars and uh you didn't fix it it looks all fucked up now and they're like well we could do it again i'm like is it free and he's like no i'm like fuck you (laughs) why did you have to have hand surgery uh masturbation i got into a bar fight and tore all the tendons in my thumb dang tough guy well i just must i was throwing a hook or something with horrible form because i'm not a fighter obviously yeah. And so I hit thumb first into someone, and I probably did it four or five times and just popped, you know, popped the tendon out. And then they, yeah. I got a big insertion. I, My hand was inside a cast, like, with my thumb wrapped in instead of sticking out. Ugh. So it was like I was making the, you know, the fisting. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so, it, and it had a pin sticking out of it, so that was real nice. That's fucking brutal. I don't know that I could, I've never broke a bone before. I don't know that I could deal with, like, I would feel like so, almost claustrophobic. I want to say claustrophobic, but that might not be the right term. But, like, yeah, it's a claustrophobic feel like, feeling. It's almost like I can't stand waiting. Waiting makes me go batshit crazy for anything. Like, waiting in lines, like, my patience just runs out. I don't think I'd have the patience to, to keep a cast on for that long. And it's so, dude, it's so funny being in a gym all the time now, like, being in like a real MMA gym. Watching how many people come in and not know how to fight, that come in like they're tough guys, like you know that like think that they're like badass motherfuckers. It's funny. There's some like I've seen some like gangster kids come in that like would probably look like they were tough on the street, and then watch them hit the heavy bag and just start laughing. <laughs> like it's so crazy. The, the are, they, are they doing the, this thing where they they lean back and. There's a guy that does that on like the speed, uh, the um, speed bag, um, sort of, not the speed bag. What's the the concentration bag? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The one that's tied from oh, the bottom. He has a whole. It's almost like a dance routine. <laughs> Fighting and dancing is really similar. Lex is a, a Muay Thai practitioner. Yeah, I only choke people, so I'm I throw my. I feel like my form is semi decent, but I mostly like to choke. Yeah, I'm people. not that great. Better than the average douchebag on the street. But yeah. Like That's, level. dude, I can't, I talk about this a lot, but I can't imagine running into like a high level fighter and like trying to be a tough guy on the street. That's why I'm not a, I know I'm not a tough guy and I will never, or avidly try to never fight again because, man, I, I've been lucky. I mean, hell, I've, I've even been jumped and knocked out and had my head fucked up before. And I'm so glad that they weren't actual trained fighters. <laughs> or if somebody has a knife or a gun. Dude, I I remember I was partying with some friends at this apartment complex, uh, and every single apartment looked the same. You know what I mean? And me and a buddy left the apartment to go get some beer and come back. And when we came back, 
we went, we, I walked up the stairs and I was like, all right, let's fuck with them a little bit. Yeah. And I covered the eye, the peephole in the mm-hmm. door and knocked on the door really loud and was like, uh, sheriff's department, open up. And like, just being a dickhead, you know, like drunk 21 year old asshole. And I heard like a voice in the background that sounded like a kid's voice. And I was like, oh, look, they're trying to play back, like pretending that there's a kid in there, like we're somewhere else. And then like I shook the doorknob, like I tried to walk in and the door was locked. I was like, all right, yeah, they are fucking with us. So I hit the door hard again. I was like, open up. And then I hear somebody uh, like hit the closet. Like I hear noise on the other side of the door and the person goes, take your thumb off the door or off the off the thing. And then I hear the little kid's voice again go, no, daddy, don't shoot him. Oh, shit. Shit. And I was like, oh, fuck. And I look like I look around twice and I'm like, oh, shit, we're at the wrong apartment to my buddy. My buddy, punk ass little bitch, runs down the <laughs> fucking stairs like right away. And I'm like, oh, man. And so I take my thumb off the door and I hear like after the kid says that, like I hear like a click. And I don't know if it was like a shotgun, like like ratchet or like uh, just like, uh, you know, like a nine or something like pulling the hammer back. But I heard a click sound or like the magazine getting put into it. And so I was like, oh, fuck, I just fucking stepped in it just now. And I was like, I think I'm at the wrong house. I think I'm at the wrong, like screaming because I know <laughs> now there's a possibility of a gun being involved. And then and- you ran away and then they came out just laughing at you. We got no, him. No, no, it was bad. <laughs> It was a guy who looked paranoid and his kid was right there and he like peeked out the corner of the door. I was like, I'm so fucking sorry. I was at the wrong. And, you know, like a drunk 21 year old fucking shithead kid. It's like, I'm so sorry. And meanwhile, I'm creeping slowly away from the door, you know, like creeping away. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry." And then went back to the house. And I, I realized after that, I was like. I was literally only a few <laughs> bad decisions away from getting shot. Yeah. Like one bad decision after another compounding. Like that's how planes crash. That's like seven mistakes. Yeah. You, you do seven mistakes in a row. One was being a drunk dumb shit. Two, going to the wrong apartment. Oh, Three, Fucking being a drunk dumb people. shit. Yeah. Was only a few away from getting shot in the gut like a dumb fuck. And what was really bad was that the week before, maybe within the month, there was one of the school shootings at the high school that <sighs> just happened to be across the street from these apartments. So it was like horrible timing and and a terrible mistake. And I, I fucking learned from that shit. I didn't fuck around with nobody's doors. I don't I don't act like a dickhead no more. But even though that was a long time ago. That's good. So we got some donations. For More donations coming in. We and we got, got uh, Cleo just called in. Hey, Cleo. How you doing? Hello, boys. How are you? I, I heard, I heard this accent a little earlier. Yeah, this, that was about uh, 12 hours ago or something like that. Uh-huh. More. I think uh, 13 hours ago, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're still keeping up, aren't you? Barely, yeah. Barely keeping up. <laughs> Man, JR really wants that GoPro. <laughs> he put in like eight $5 donations in a row. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> there's like... Bringing them in. Fu- there's uh, what, four of them, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you... Um, 
I don't know what to say now. <laughs> Suddenly, I I'm wanna, becoming I shy. Hire, I want to hire you to do like some intros for my podcast. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing earlier. I when know, right? <laughs> I was like, man, we need a new intro. <laughs> well, what do you want for your intro? I have no idea. Well, well, just you asking the question, like, know, da, 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 da. Uh, just tell me how afraid I am. I guess for like yeah. Jesus. Just go. Uh, no, no, no. Listening to the uh, free podcast with Mike Maxwell. Yeah, here, producer Lex will help. Will tell you what to say. So say you're listening to the Live Free podcast with Mike Maxwell. Hello, you're listening to the Live Free podcast with Max with Mike Maxwell. Nice. nice. Everyone wants to call me Max. That's so funny. <laughs> Max Mike. Yeah, Max I don't Mike know. Bell. You're not the only one, and it's not like a uh, uh, cultural thing or anything. It's every di- lots of different. Like I have people that I'll tell them my name uh, ten times, and they'll still continue to call me Max. And it's okay. It's not a problem. Now I'll call you Mike then. Okay, like okay. Mike. <laughs> that is the sexiest goddamn voice on earth. <laughs> Oh, oh man! I'm moving. I'm moving to the Netherlands. <laughs> That's where you're like, from. You're from the. Yes, I'm from the Netherlands. Nice. Everyone on the feed last night was saying that the 24-hour podcast has turned into a huge beat-off session. That was pretty funny. Yeah, <laughs> it was for a while. I think that's where Keith just went. Oh, there he is. <laughs> All the ladies were on earlier, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did we we scared them off? No, they they left so we could restart and so you could start yours, and they might call back in later. Uh, we love having the ladies on. They're running this whole uh, death squad scene for yeah. sure. Yep. All right, I'm gonna write these names down real quick. Here, you want to help me with this? Yeah, yeah, sure. I can do this. So let's give Jr. a few. How many? Going crazy with his five dollars. Four, three. One, two, three, four. four. Yeah. Dang. So if you want to go donate, there. go to GoFundMe.com slash YuckNasty. Two S's in nasty because he puts the donkey in the corner. We're up to $7,224. Nice. Has he done mushrooms yet? Oh, yeah. What's up with Keith getting his, his mushroom on? I don't think he would. His to. whole situation would have changed in a heartbeat. Yeah. He would have gone from shithouse drunk. To wide awake talking about the universe in a matter of like a half hour. He should have done it when he was drunk so he could talk him into drinking his own piss. And, oh yeah, and then yeah, you get talking. you get the you double up. Yeah, it's a double. He was gonna that. he was gonna take a large amount apparently. I actually yeah, I have. He was talking about five too. grams. Like five grams is fucking a boatload. Forget about it. Like yeah, I he might I go into shutdown mode. You know. I don't take any less than or any more than an eighth. Because, dude, anything more, I, I guess a quarter is fine. But anything. Right. And, right five and, grams would be like a like a an, an eighth and a, uh, and a little bit more, like an, an additional like 16th, you know. The last time that I took mushrooms, I did the float tank for the first time. Holy shit. For the first time? Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And you know what? The way I planned it was that I I had the float session for the very end of the mushroom trip. Like probably the last three hours of the trip 
I I was going to be in the tank in that in that time period. So I ate had a very stressful trip. Like every like ate an eighth, and the entire time the mushrooms were telling me about every single bad choice that I've been making, and like what I need to do to fix it. Like and giving it to me in like a uh, in a what's that sound? Is that you, Keith? No, Cleo. Are you there? Yes. Oh. Yeah, I just uh, had a bad connection, so I switched to my phone. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, so basically the mushrooms were giving me every, like telling me every bad decision that I've made and like giving me like a Catholic guilt trip. And like, it was, I was like, ah, oh, why did I fucking do this? Like, this is so stressful. And in between, and I was like out in nature. I was up in the, in the hills in the East County part of San Diego. And like, it was a beautiful day, but just the whole thing was high stress. It's funny. I went home in between to like gather my shit and get ready to go i had a friend driving me to the float tank session Mm -hmm. and i turned on fox news well it happened to come like i turned on the television and fox news was on while like probably like midway through a very intense mushroom trip and it looked so fucking fake like in a different way like obviously this shit looks fake all the time but it looked fake in a different way you know just from being so it i think it was um What's the guy on the Fox News? It's like the hyper uh, conservative. Bill uh, O'Reilly. No, he not the Catholic one. He was the Mormon one that got kicked off. Glenn Beck. Glenn Beck. He was on there acting fucking weird as fuck. And so anyway, my friend gives me a ride down to this place that in uh, down by the beach that has a float tank. And we're pulling up and the two dudes out in front that run the place like look like some Bates Motel type dudes mm-hmm. just really spooky yeah nope. yeah there you go sorry cleo it was just making a bunch of noise right yeah was... yeah yeah your go voice ahead. is so sweet and lovely but the sound was picking up keith your microphone's off uh, no 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 oh damn it yes shouldn't she be the voice for siri Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That's what I was saying. She sounds exactly like when you ask your, like, uh, like ask your computer to say something. Or she sounds like a GPS, like like you want your GPS to say, turn right. Everything. Yeah, there's a smoothness to it. It's sultry, but it kind of has like a little like a deepness. That's and it's not. I, I w- I've been over to the Netherlands. Not all girls there sound like that. <laughs> I'm sure. And that's what, you know, we were talking about the nasal structure. Like, that's what, it's weird how much the nasal and jaw structure dictate how you sound. I was just saying how I like people with lisps, which I have a little bit of one. Like, I almost have an underbite, so the the uh, the lisp comes out in, with some of the words. But I find that I appreciate that more than somebody who's, like, like does audiobooks, like, clear, like, the movie intro guy. Generic. Yeah. The perfect you like the the raw with yeah, with like minor imperfections real. yeah um, and so that's I why think... he that's why he was donating for yuck <laughs> he loves a lisp yeah <laughs> what's his oh he he's got a serious one he's got a slur yeah slur. it almost comes sound... out like ash he doesn't sound what he looks like at all no no like no if, if you I, I the opposite like I, didn't he not show his face on the last 24-hour podcast? Yeah, he didn't have video. 
Yeah. Yeah, I would have never guessed. Caller? Hello? Hello. Yo, yo. Who's on the line? Bert. Bert Kreischer? Yeah. The Machine? Yeah. Oh, nice. How are yes, you doing, Bert? What's up, Bert? Good. How, How are you guys you? doing? Great. Doing good. I've tried, call, I've tried calling like four or five times today. Yeah, we suck, so that's that's our fault. But you're here now. What? So that that's yeah. well, that's so the main. Wait, thing. Tell me what's going on. So our buddy Yuck Nasty lost his house day after yeah. Christmas. His son and uh, lost everything. I mean, his son's okay. Um, so we're raising money to get him back on his feet. So how are we going about doing that? Uh, we're doing a 24-hour podcast, which we're at the tail end of. We've got four hours left or so, and. Uh, you know, and there's a few uh, GoFundMe account, GoFundMe.com slash YuckNasty, two S's in Nasty. I know and, Yuck Nasty. Yeah. Yep. It's so. amazing. It's amazing how small this community's gotten when it comes to uh, when it comes to Twitter accounts. You're like, oh yeah, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And it's re- it's really amazing to see it turn into action instead of just words on a computer screen. Like seeing all these people come together and and formulate a plan and and bring it to fruition. You know. Nice. So where are we at money wise? Have we raised money? Yeah, we're yeah. at yeah, we seventy two or seventy two hundred right now on one of the accounts, and I think there's another account with like fifteen hundred. And we're nice. giving. How can I help? Just by being on, you're helping, man. Yeah, yeah. Just... Let the people know oh, we nice. have a we have a ton of gifts. We're giving away a GoPro at the end of this at uh, at one p.m. Um, we have a bunch of art that we're giving away, and anyone who donates has an option to to win. So not only do they donate, but they also can get some cool prizes as well. Oh, nice! I like that. But what's so up with you, how, how I'm in uh, I'm in Paris. I'm. Uh, I just got done doing a full nude uh, art class. Oh, nice! And uh, yeah, yeah. And I could not work up a job to save my life. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, were you painting or were you the model? Oh, I was the model. I was the model. I'm doing a trip flip, and so I brought two of the two of my travelers to Paris. We just got done Switzerland, and uh, and and we had them do a full new art, nude art class. And we I set them up there, and they're looking at the Notre Dame, and they're thinking they're going to paint that. And then I walked in completely naked and, uh, and I spent a solid 15 minutes literally trying to get it just respectable, you know, yeah. like not the kind of, the kind a of semi. roll into the, yeah, not even a semi, not even a semi, just a mile, like something <laughs> that had a tab of girth. I didn't need a lot of length, just girth. But I, I was pencil thin <laughs> and literally it was cold in there, and it was just <laughs> uncomfortable. And then having to and hold the guy still. And girl. <laughs> oh no! They, they, I walked in, and we're like, you know, the the switch is, uh, is, you know, <laughs> you know, the artist is talking to them about that she paints the Notre Dame, and she's been doing this forever. She's been doing it for thirty five years, and then I roll in totally naked. I'm like, and she also does male nudes, and Beautiful. literally, they laughed. So hard at my junk that I almost wanted to walk out of the room. <laughs> and, Were and you not, uh, like not to mention like uh, not to mention I'm overweight, so it doesn't look like my dick fits on my body in the first place. Like it looks <laughs> like it, it it looks like a squatter in the middle of a bustling city. Like hell no, we won't go. <laughs> but, 
what, do you uh, manscape? Do you, do you clean up the city? I, I did for this. I did for this. Here's what I did. I didn't like – look, here's the deal. At my weight, uh, aggressive scaping makes your pubis look uh, ridiculous. Right, yeah. It makes it look some. like my dick has a big forehead. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I didn't want to go aggressive. I thought what I'd do is I would simply – Trim back the bushes so the sidewalk looks bigger. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 We all agree. So that's what I did. That's what I went for. And then, uh, and I think it, I achieved it. The problem was it, just, it it helped what little, it was pissing on a fire is basically what happened. But then at one point, like, you know, I don't know, if, I don't know how big your dicks are, but at a certain point, you're just like, you know what? Screw it. I'll own it. And I just stood there very comfortably and just for literally an hour and a half. And then had a world-renowned artist do a uh, a chalk drawing of me, nude, that I have. So, well, that's well, that's the museum someday. <laughs> We're all gonna. Fight. I know that guy. <laughs> there's nothing. There's no. There's no way you can't. You can't work with an artist and not think like be their subject and not think. God, I hope you die like tragically, so people. <laughs> this is worth something one day. <laughs> My that's joke just sold yeah, for thousand dollars. Yeah, shut up. This <laughs> is that like is that is that my Burt Kreischer? Is that Jill? It is. <laughs> hey, honey. Hey, how you doing? Good. Thanks for thanks for answering all my text messages and stuff. No, no, no. I've been super busy today, so I haven't no. had a chance. I I'm totally call, giving call you shit. I called him this morning, and and someone sent me the wrong number, and then I called him again, and it was again the wrong number, and then I called him with your number, and it was again the wrong number, and then finally you're like, this is the real one. What the hell? I think it's just perfect timing, really. I think yeah. it just meant to happen. Yeah, last four hours. My, just for the record, I should have just donated whatever this cell phone bill is going to be, because I'm <laughs> sure it's going to be an arm and a leg. I could have donated another seventy five hundred dollars instead of just calling in. <laughs> Where are you at right now? I'm in Paris. Oh my gosh, I hate you. Hey, will that artwork no, be was... available to the public to see at some point? No, it's going to my man cave. Damn it. Uh... I was thinking here's here's the theory, okay? I was thinking of auctioning it off and then giving it to charity. The problem is it just wouldn't draw that much money. Like and, and I would hate to Give it to someone who bought, paid like seven hundred bucks for it or five hundred bucks for it, and then just threw it away. So what I'm thinking is, hold on to it, right? Hopefully, I get like Ben Stiller famous one day, and people are like, "Oh, Triplet, that was like the Ben Stiller show," where people look back and they're like, "It's layered, it's genius, it's like Saturdays. You remember Saturdays instead of uh, or Fridays instead of Saturday Night Live? Michael Richards is on it. So hopefully, and maybe I'll die really tragically, and my wife can sell it, and then she'll get the money to the St. Jude's Foundation." Oh my gosh! I'm glad you thought that through. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't let any detail go to waste. So wait, where where are y'all at right now? Where are you guys at right now? Well, two of us are, three of us are here in San Diego. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Bert, I am back. I am back in Indiana. And I'm in Ohio. Okay. Bert, you and I have okay, met nice. at um, the Ice House Chronicles before. Oh, okay. Uh, that uh, that is. By the way, those those nights are a total blur to me every time I go there. I think I was there for the Dane Cook when Dane Cook came in. 
for that one oh, ice house. Oh, that was the Mike Brody Maxwell. was that there. Was the, uh... Brody, hey, what's going on, with Brody? Have anyone listened to what's? Uh, there's there's so much drama going on on the internet right now. That's on right. the internet right now, what's happening? Uh, I just uh, I, I I don't have real like cell phone connection. Or I have cell phone, but I don't have like three G. So I just get like the one tweet when you pull up Twitter and it's Ralphie talking shit about Opie and Anthony. And then you're like, whoa, I got to follow this a little harder. And then you can't get any feedback. So you don't know what's going back and forth or like, or like Brody firing off at someone like positive push. I heard someone use positive push the other day in a conversation. And I was like, Brody's going global. I don't think he knows it, but he needs to fucking copyright his sayings. No kidding. Right. Eight one eight till I die. Yeah, well, his show just saying eight one eight till I die. <laughs> his show just had the season finale, right? Yeah, it was great. I absolutely love that show. I absolutely love that show. I'm heading back into the bar, guys. It's raining here in Paris, and I have a bar, a beer at the bar waiting for me. What is uh? Yeah, his show was fantastic. I thought it was great. Yeah. 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 No, we all love me? it. Yes. Okay. When does uh, so, uh, when does the so... next trip flip come on? Uh, I don't know. Film, uh, just filming, um, filming uh, everything now. My, I'll, t- I'll tell you what. I'll tell you this much. My book comes out May twenty seventh, nice. and yes, it is the biggest deal. It is the biggest deal to me if you pre order it because pre ordering it ensures that it gets noticed on the New York Times bestseller list because pre orders count as sales and and then if it shows up on the New York Times bestseller list, then it sells for real because people see it in the New York Times who actually read. And then they go, whoa, let me check this out. And then if they like it, which it is good, I, it's a good book. Um, then or if I, if I pre-order so. one, if I pre-order one, can I send it out to you and will you sign it for me? Uh, they're coming, I think, if I'm not mistaken, the pre-order ones are coming signed. Are they? They're like, like yeah, like I get all the pre-ordered books and then they send them to me and then we do an insert, which is like uh, – it's like, I don't, you haven't seen it yet, but I do this. <laughs> I have an insert that I got that I should view at my shows that I don't always do. But uh, the insert, I sign the insert and I write, like, for all the pre orders, I'll write a personal note. You know, if you want me to write it or I'll just sign it if you want me to sign it. Well, I want to. But yeah. Obviously. Okay. I gotta, you guys just reminded me, I have to post a podcast today. What's that? Oh. Oh, Bert, I also wanted to thank you for uh, actually drinking that bottle of Jameson at the Ice House from uh, Desquad, Ohio. Nope, that was, can I tell you, that bottle. Or no, that was on the Joe Rogan. Not at the Ice House. It was on Joe's show, and we did a six-hour podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I watched that live. That was a crazy episode. That was from, like, the second meetup. Yeah, that that second meetup. Uh, I got that bottle of Jameson that everyone signed. I brought it to Joe's, and Joe was like, and, and Joe was not up for drinking. He was like, no, he was he was, he like, was <laughs> yeah. And he's like, you're gonna drink something someone gave you, or so, I think that's what he's thinking. And then I don't know what story happened, but something happened that really set him off. And he was like, let's open that up. And next thing you know, we killed that whole bottle that one night. Wow, nice. That was a crazy. We got done. At three hours, and I had to pee, and he was like, you got to pee? I was like, yeah, and he's like, me too. He's like, Brian, can we just start up another one? And Brian's like, yeah. I told the story about the knock and scratch that episode, I think. Oh, my God, that was the funniest. The knock and scratch is one of the funniest stories. I get so bummed. I get so bummed not being able to do those um, 
Joe's podcast or, or, or Tom and Push's or the Death Squad Chronicles. I, like anything, I get so bummed at the Ice House Chronicles because I'm gone so much. And people are like, when are you going to be back on Joe Rogan? I'm like, I talk to him. We're, we're trying to do it. It's just I'm only home for like a week. And it's really hard to like manage being a dad and doing stand-up and having the show and with the book and, and doing podcasts. You know, podcasts are kind of like, they are the, the meat these days, it seems like, you know, and there's TV shows with the gravy. It's kind of odd that that flipped like that, you know, that you can get right. really, really kind of recognized off podcasts more so these days than you can TV. I mean, more people know me from Joe's podcast or, 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 um, or, you know, the, uh, Ryan Sickler and Jay Larson or, or Tom and push like those podcasts and they do fucking TV these days. It seems like, but you know, it's an open, honest, I, like there's, I'm not editing myself right now. So it's an interesting dialogue to share with people. I think I love podcasts. Do you feel, yeah. um, do you feel like a pressure to continue to put content out? I mean, obviously in doing something in so many venues, I, I imagine that that can, tend to weigh on you is that do you find you have so much creativity to to be able to put out all that content or do you feel like a like there's a, a need to to create you know what i mean um i'll tell you what it's not difficult i feel pressure putting out podcasts like i feel like I, sometimes i i know that doing my podcast was is is a has been a journey that I've, I've not always enjoyed. Cause I just like, sometimes <laughs> I'm like, I haven't put one out and I'm like, and I feel the pressure of people going, where's, where's your fucking podcast. And then that kind of stops. We were like, don't worry about it. Put it out. The numbers have stayed the same <laughs> per download per week. But I, and, and so I, as soon as that pressure let go, I got a lot more comfortable. And now I started reaching out to people that maybe aren't necessarily um, like death squad per se, you know, but more like comics that I really enjoy that are, are in a total different click than me. Like the one I have coming out this week is with a comedian named Jen Kirkman who's on Chelsea lately. And mm-hmm. Jen and I had an interesting past that I, that I shared with Ari on one of Ari's podcasts. And we had talked about Jen, not in a bad way at all, but, and so that one's a really fascinating podcast. And, and we had, I wish, I swear to God, I wish that you could gossip the way you used to. Me used to go on a podcast and just talk shit. And they were <laughs> fucking fascinating. Now it seems like we're all editing ourselves to make sure that we don't hurt anyone's feelings. And, 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 uh, but, but Jen and I had an amazing podcast. Um, the one with Moshe Kasher, who I don't think a lot of people maybe in, in my clique know of, but like Moshe Kasher was a fucking fascinating one. Kamal Bell was an amazing one. Like those ones really inspire me. Cause then I go, God, I'm getting to hang out with people that I wouldn't really hang out with. And I definitely would never sit and talk with for an hour. Yeah. That's fun. Right. <laughs> well, I will say that I will say that um, your podcast is probably the only thing that ever made me like Bobby Flay. <laughs> oh yeah, Bobby Flay was a fucking amazing one. I love that one with Bobby Flay. And you know, I really didn't like him before, and I was like, uh, I don't, I almost don't want to listen to this episode, but it's Bert's podcast, so I have to. And then I ended up like loving him at the end of the podcast, and I was like, damn it, <laughs> damn it, Bert, for making oh, yeah, me like I get, Bobby I Flay. Get, I want to get Rachel Ray on. I did a live one with my buddy Cowhead and Ralphie May. Uh, and the directors of my documentary that I'm trying to edit because the sound is so bad. It's hard to understand it. 
Um, I know I was going to tell you when you get back on American soil, you've got my contact info. Get a hold of me so that we can put stuff on the calendar for, you know, your dates and the documentary. Uh, my my calendar's a nightmare. We're I know. we I've just got picked it. up for a fourth season for Triplet, so it's like so the like I, I, all the dates I have planned are all kind of in flux, and I kind of got this this NBC thing going on, so. We're trying to figure out everything. It's, I'm sure it's going to be a nightmare. I'm sure everyone everyone should understand that when I do cancel a date, I'm not canceling it because I don't like the city. I'm canceling it because I'm trying to make more money for my family. I'm trying to keep all these plates spinning that are, you know, that is like, uh, that's like stand up the TV show and, and whatever new TV shows in the book and the book tour and the documentary. It's, you know, I wish I was Joe and I could just, do what I wanted to do or Ari, Ari for Christ's sake, you know, Ari is, I'm more like Joey. Ari doesn't have a family yet to worry about. He just gets to do what he wants. I look at his life sometime. I'm like, dude, I'm so jealous. You're in Sweden. You're in freaking New York. You're in LA. You decided to move back to LA. You decided to move to New York. But then but Joey and I are similar. Like Joey and I kind of feel the pressure of like time to provide. <laughs> so, I think Coco, Coco might be calling in. Yeah, he's supposed what? to be here in a few minutes. Joey's Co supposed to be calling in. I love Joey. He's one of the greatest dudes. <clears throat> I can't tell you. I can't tell you how much that guy has affected my life in a positive way. And I know everyone knows him as you know Uncle Joey or Coco or you know, and they know him as like as this like legendary dude. The thing that's beautiful about that guy is he is just one genuine guy. He stands up for you, even when people are joking around. Like, he won't let people talk shit about you. He's got your back. He cares about you. If you're going through a tough time, he shows up and calls you and asks you to hang out. He is just an amazing individual. And I'm so – I said sounds real hokey, but I, I, I hope that everyone that's a fan of his understands what a great guy he is because he is, he is the real deal. He is and the real deal. When his book comes out, I'll write a blurb for it in a heartbeat. And right. it's it's not just the comedy and like the acting and all that either. He can wa I've I've watched him walk into a room like go like we go to a restaurant or something, and the entire place falls in love with him before they even like hear him talk. Like people who will be at the door, yep. like a waiter or like a, a staff at a hotel. Like he'll know everybody in the building within a day and they'll be giving him hugs by the end of the day. You know, it's, it's, it's absolutely amazing. He's one of my, the, the best people in the world. I think he really is. I told, I, I've said this before, so I'm not sharing any secrets out of school, but like, you know, uh, it was very public that Jay Moore was attacking me in every field he could at a certain time. And like on big radio shows and on uh, big podcasts, on his own podcast, he would dedicate a podcast to attack me. And it was really fucking with me because, you know, technically I hadn't really done anything wrong yeah. at all. And I and I was and I wanted to stand up for myself, but I didn't. I didn't want to start more drama and, and go back and forth. I didn't want to be one of those Louis C.K. Dane Cook things. And I started going to therapy. And Joey found out that I was going to therapy, and he called me and he said, "Dog." I got your back every morning. We'll go get coffee at 8:30 in the morning, right after you drop off your girls. This is Joey didn't have a kid at the time, and we'll talk until you're ready to start your day. And we would just sit there and talk for hours at a time. Duncan would show up, or anyone would show. It was the most 
it was one of the greatest periods of my life because I literally went through, I went from, from, from thinking, oh, I need to go to therapy to going, no, I just need real people in my life. I need real people who really care about me, who genuinely are, are interested in my well-being. And, and, and I, I don't get to see Joey or Tom or Joe or Ari or Duncan or Brian at all much anymore right now because I'm on the road so much. But those guys in that moment is I can't I can't I, mean, I can't say enough good things about them. I, I literally I can't I uh, whatever. <laughs> I, I've been I've been I'm clear, it's clear I've been drinking now, right? Yeah. I think you're yeah. keeping it together. You know yeah. me. You guys you guys all know me when I get drunk. I'm a, right. I'm a regular guy, but when I get drunk, oh hello. <laughs> all right. So whatever you do, just make sure you don't cancel your Chicago dates anytime soon, okay? Okay, I'll, I will. I will not cancel any. I'll try not to cancel any dates. Hopefully, everything works out and everyone fits in. Okay, because they're all, all going right. up on the calendar. Well, I'll be at the one in Chicago. Okay, well, do me a favor. Send me uh, whatever info it is to help raise money, and I'll retweet it now. But I got to turn my phone off. I'm sure I've racked up. An arm and leg. I should have just given the money for this phone bill to him. And he'd have <laughs> at least a kitchen. <laughs> All right. Well, I am tweeting it at you right now. And thank you so much for calling in, me. man. Yeah. No, nah, man. You thank you. Hey, this is, this is, I, yeah, I know this is going to sound hokey or whatever, but this is what that's about, you know? This kind of energy that you're putting out there, that's the fucking energy you want to own in your life. And, and dude, I always support that. Oh, my God. You know this song right now? What? That Juicy J song. Ching 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 na na ba ba. Bubbling bubbling na 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 Texted him this morning after he got those bad phone numbers and everything, and he was like, "Oh, look at that reporter kid!" Oh, hey, Gash reporter kid, what up, dude? Place to be. You How's it going? Hurt. Oh, did I? Yes. What? Mr. Kreischer was just on. Oh yeah, I wasn't cool, picking yeah. up any calls, so. I was listening. I was too busy listening to it. How's it going, guys? Good. Oh, Cassius. Oh, good. Good man. Hey, man. Good to have you on. Yeah, glad you got to call into uh, the second episode of the 24-hour podcast. Yeah, that's two in a row now. Yeah. <laughs> and I made sure to wear my sunglasses so I could be like Keith. Yes. That's not got something nice. you should shoot for. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hey, um, should we give something away right now? Let's do it. Yeah. Sure. All right. Let's, um, let's give away one of these uh, sets of caveman coffee. How about that? Sweet. Awesome. I'll grab it real quick. You guys just chat amongst yourselves while I get ready. <clears throat> Who's yeah, called was, in so far? Uh, Adam Hunter from uh, MMA Roasted, uh, Eddie Bravo, Sam Tripoli, Gareth Reynolds. Then they had us on the Naughty Show for a minute. And then uh, Bert <clears throat> and Uncle Joey is supposed to call later. Oh, yeah, sweet. Somebody should DM Red Band. Tell him to call. I'll text him. <laughs> All right. So we have uh, two bags of the caveman coffee. 
sent to us via Mr. Tate Fletcher and the Caveman Coffee Co. Um, let me see my details. Follow them at Caveman Coffee Co. on Instagram. So, first drawing. I wish, do we have a drum roll? Can somebody drum I actually roll? have a drum set right next to me. Oh, hit the yeah. drum set. Come on. A quick, one. Right. a quick drum roll. A quick drum roll. Here we go. That kid is the best. Totally. Ah! Shut up, dog. Yes. <laughs> and the winner is, ladies and gentlemen, Dom. Uh, Dom knows who he is. He's the only Dom on there. Dom. Congratulations, Dom. Dom DeLuise, congratulations. You won we'll something. Oh, coffee. At, at Dom 5000S or 5000. At Dom 5000S, he'll get uh, the two bags of caveman coffee, the blonde roast and the dark roast, and they have uh, a couple of the little pirate life wristbands as well. Nice. So congratulations, Dom. First winner of the 24-hour podcast. There we go. Uh, Clap track? Yeah. No, no, we have a live studio audience. <laughs> Ray actually to kidnapped mention. a bunch of uh, illegal immigrants and hey. made them kidnapping, them borrowing, <laughs> guiding in the right direction. You know, I'm a, I'm a man of many talents and and charity. It's like I'll get you across the border, but <laughs> you got to clap for me. <laughs> Let's see, are we getting any we new donations any. coming in? I just refreshed it, and it's uh, besides, I think JR's still the last one with his. Oh my God, he put like. JR donated like 12 times. <laughs> $5 each. So really you better write it. Yeah. yeah. He wants that GoPro bet. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and with the doodle on a napkin goes to J.R. Steiner. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's plenty of stuff to give away. So I yeah. I believe that there's a good chance that almost everybody will get something Yeah. when yeah. it comes down to it. We had a few artists donate a significant number of works. That Actually, I want to send a few pieces to Yuck's son. Mm-hmm. I think there's some stuff in, in to Yuck as well. That'd be awesome. They could get some something to remember the occasion and sort of move forward. Maybe yeah. something that has like a, a phoenix sort of rebirth For sure. idea to it. I'm sure there's something in there that has that sort of feel to it. Um, my homie Adriel sent in a, a good 25 drawings, I think, like little illustrations that he did. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're going to split all that stuff up and get those out as well. So we'll give a we'll give another one away here soon. Okay, your Let's video froze, thing. by the way. Um, sorry. Yeah, there, there we go. go. Okay, there, there we go. go. <laughs> Skype's being a little hooked. Did I look good in the freeze? Absolutely. I had to tell you because I was getting a little, you know, antsy in the pantsy. It was like we need to fix the situation before <laughs> I come. The all dark-haired the David Lynch was in full effect. Yeah. <laughs> what are we going for, man? <laughs> But it's taken a while. Like I, it's funny. I I can put stuff in my hair and I, it looks like a normal civilized member of society, or I could just straight rock bedhead, <clears throat> which I do to try to like just like fuck with people. Like in line at Starbucks, you know everybody's ready for work. Like they had to get all organized and ready, and you know they're preparing for their day. And I go in there all disheveled and like hair sticking up with sunglasses on, like Keith, yeah, and yeah. just try to throw a. a a spoke in what's it throw a stick in the spokes is that the phrase sure you know 
Let society know that you don't always have to follow by the rules. Yeah. Right, Cassius? You know that shit. Hell yeah. That's why I like <laughs> having hair like this, because I don't have to mess with it every day. Same here. I thought you were going to let the afro grow out. I was thinking about it, but it, it gets a little crazy when I don't take care of it, and I know I won't take care of it. So That's what I'm talking about, like this right here. <laughs> yeah, that's a total afro. <laughs> I work at a hair salon, so I actually have to keep my hair cut. <laughs> oh, really? Well, I don't hair? have to, but no, I, uh, I'm i a receptionist. It, it'll look bad <laughs> if you have like this mess or mop on your head. You're telling people to get their hair cuts or call. Yeah, it's, I'm, like, I'm, it's like if you work at a tattoo shop with no tattoos. Yeah, I, I'm the first person, the person that's uh, you know making the appointments and shit like that. So I actually have to look presentable. Do you get, but free, I get free haircuts, free hair shit all the time. I uh, I make my wife watch YouTube videos and then have her cut my hair. <laughs> it my sister's also a stylist too, so I just get free haircuts all around. It's weird how you know how like motorcycle guys drive around and when they see each other they like wave to each other. You know, like they're like, "Hey, I do the same thing as you." Mm-hmm. I think that like dudes who have the same type of haircuts do the same thing. Or Ray, like dudes with beards, do you walk by and be like, "Oh, there's another beard dude," and kind of like. Nod your head like, yeah, we do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. No, I don't know. I don't know if I do that. <laughs> I, rem- I when I rode a motorcycle, we did do the you know the wave thing. But uh, all not- bicycle guys like the other bicycle guys and girls. Yeah, it's like, hey, you can almost die right now too. <laughs> well, uh, I've I've always said this. Everyone loves teams. Sure. Like that's that's yeah. why politics is so fucking cutthroat and and you know all these news channels. Everyone picks a side. Everyone's got their team. Whether it's sports or life, you pick your little teams here and there, and you just stick with those. I luckily gave up on the Padres and Chargers uh, yeah. a number of years ago after they've continuously let me down. Year I'm a Cubs year. fan, all right? So I've oh, got a, a couple lifetimes of, of let down from one team. 1908. I don't even know. I've only met like two people in my life that were even alive in 1908. You've met people alive in, from Who were they? Well, yeah, my my stepdad's grandfather. The the house I live in now, when I was a kid, he was like in his late 90s. He was actually born in 1896. Whoa. Yeah. So like he knew people that were like I knew I remember where I was when I heard that Lincoln died. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, just just to be just to know someone you're really only separated like I knew someone who was there or, you know, was alive during th- that crazy t- time in life. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. I, I, I think about that a lot, like what it would be like for us looking back. Like there's a lot of talk about uh, net neutrality and mm-hmm. how the FCC wants to, you know, take over the Internet or whatever. And it'll be interesting to see, you know, 20, 30 years down the line if we're looking at a stage of the Internet when it was like at its purest form before it got like manipulated by, uh, you know, regulatory bodies. Even if it does, there's so many, you know, genius people that there will be like pirate internet then. Yeah. Where, where it's like underground internet and we'll all find it or we'll have the chip implanted in our brain that we just access it all the time. It'll get weird. You yeah, have to use the sure. Tor browser and stuff <laughs> to access Facebook. It's for sure going to get weird because, you know, as the old dude, I remember a time without the Internet. Like, I, I had a very clear childhood. Oh, this is so hilarious dude. that every time Cassius comes on, we're like, 
Let's talk about how old we are. Let's talk about how we're old farts. How old are you, Mike? I am 35. Okay, well, that's you even don't young to have me. Come a on. beat by very much. It's not like you have a beat by like 10 <laughs> oh, years. Yeah, my, Mike's two years older than me and Ray. <laughs> well, I'm yeah. not saying you're not old guys either. Oh, no, I feel old, especially like you were saying, no internet. All the phones were connected with cords. Uh, How old are you? Like, you're like 15 now? Me, yeah. 15. You want to feel old? I'm the only one of us that can say, I have a kid who's only like three and a half years younger than him. (laughs) Yeah. So so I feel fucking old. You might beat me in years, Mike, but I feel older than you right now. Hey Cassius, do kids have all have terrible handwriting now? Is there kids with good handwriting? That's what I want to know. <laughs> There's kids with good handwriting. I'm one of the ones with terrible handwriting. That part of my brain just didn't really develop very well. I'm better at typing. I hear you. That's so what I'm wondering. For the internet. If everybody just types everything all the time, like I've just been, I have a, a pseudo graffiti name that I use sometimes, and it's a, like an old lady's name. And so I've been writing it in cursive, like how like a grandma would write her name out. Yeah. And it's sort of it's like an homage to my grandma. But uh, I've just been writing it like over and over and over again, like OCD style in cursive to like because the name in particular writes so nice. But I wonder how many people like are writing in cursive on a regular basis. They don't teach it in school anymore. Really? No, not cursive. No, no just, just printing. It. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. We used to. I, I mean, not that I guess it's not. I don't write in cursive, even though I learned it. You know what I'm saying? I, I've always print, print, wrote everything. I mean, don't get me wrong. Sometimes there'll be like a little cursive flourish, maybe somewhere in the middle, but it's it's always print. Like I even I print my signature. My connection to tattooing has kept me interested in like uh, calligraphy and handwriting for such a long time. That I've never like moved away from it, and so it like it's sad to think that some of those crafts are disappearing a little bit. Like it's, Hi, it'll just happen. Hi, Miss the dish. Waving at her. <laughs> I love um, handwriting. I have excellent handwriting. She does. She sends me cards. They're really pretty. Hmm. She's such a sweet. Since there's since there's badge guarding to take over for me, I have to. As you can see, I'm double dutying. Yeah. Right now, I have to go play mamas and get the other ones from school. So, uh, let me know if I miss anything good, and uh, make people donate money. Thanks, Joe. Bye, Joe. Okay. See you, Joe. Bye. 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 See you later. Yeah. Anytime I have to like write anything down, I can't spell for shit anymore. Like spelling is like out the window. Like with when I type shit in my phone, even just typing shit, because I'm I so used to writing be- actual notes in like short text writing. Yeah, at, at certain points, and then I'd look at it after I wrote it, like, and I'd be like, "What are you fucking idiot?" <laughs> like, yes, I'd yes just you throw are. it away and write it out like a normal fucking person. But like, you L-O-L, just get in a hurry, B-R-B. and you're like, "B four and all of a sudden you read what you. It's weird on a in a phone or a, in a print. You understand it. It's shorthand. That's but no one writes in shorthand. <laughs> like to to talk to someone else, like actually pen to paper. So. Hey, yo, 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 uh, hey, Tony Hinchcliffe wants to call in. This is Waterboxer. Is it a good time, like, now? Yeah. Sure. Hey, Waterboxer. What's up, Waterboxer? Hey, 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 he just hit me up. He just wanted to know if it's a good time. He was yeah. sick yesterday, couldn't call in. 
he had that rough Texas tour, plus he had to do Kill Tony, and he was in the doctor yesterday, feeling like shit. He just hit me up. Um, you want him to call on the 619 line? Yeah. This number? Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, sorry, guys. Sorry for interrupting. I just No worries, man. Tonight. Thanks. Um, okay, peace out, guys. See ya. And I'll come on to give my hit, my uh, offer for the $89 SeaWorld fee, okay? Awesome. A little bit later today, okay? I'm going to tell him to call in right now, okay? Okay. Just stand nice. by for him. Thanks, brothers and sisters. Okay, peace. Thanks, Waterboxer. Hey, could somebody check the updates for me? I have, I, just, uh, I just checked them, and uh, we're still JR's. JR's nine bids are still the last ones. Uh, Brian McCracken, did anyone get him? Yeah, I think I got Brian. I got Grape Jemima. Yeah, you Grape Jemima. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> That's the last one I got, Grape Jemima. By the way, this is my handwriting. It's pretty bad. I don't know if you can uh, see. Oh, I got a Ivan, aka Desquad, Arizona. Yeah. Oh, he was yeah. On earlier. No, Put that's that just right now. Yeah. Sweet. Ivan D S A Z. Yeah. The hell's going on in Arizona? Another bearded man. Hey, Beautiful. buddy. <laughs> I bet Can't it's see hot you. down there. Mish, hey, I have. Are we all comparing uh, handwriting? Oh yeah. Sure. I actually have nice handwriting. It's terrible. Oh yeah, my you God, write like a teenager. <laughs> oh, that's backwards. Yeah, Mish has the has the cursive. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I have like uh, old ladies, like the nuns, like taught uh-huh. you how to write. Yeah. Yeah. I, I take like a lot of pride in that, and then I also love looking at handwriting. Like it's just, I find it's beautiful. Yeah, I'll do one too. I gotta find something that I can actually show. Hmm. Oh, how come yours is not? Mine's backwards. It's only backwards on your screen. It comes oh. straight on ours. <laughs> all right, all right. Nice. <laughs> yeah, you see that? Nice. So yeah, I uh, I still I sign cursive on the back of all my paintings still. So each title is on the back of every painting, and I try to do it like all fancy pants cursive. Maybe um, I'll learn one day. You should. It's good to know. Crap. to impress people with <laughs> mish I, I wanted to talk to you last night i was going to ask you i have a you may or may not work for the postal service yes we, correct. i have a mailman that's been that delivers my mail this really old grumpy dude mm-hmm. and he delivers the mail and always calls ass through my complex afterwards Right. I'm this close to whooping his ass, but I figured I should try to like talk to him first. But he seems like the type of guy that if you just bring something up like that, that it's going to be a fight anyway. What, what would you suggest? Just leave it alone? Yeah, I mean, I guess leave it alone because like, you're not going to change the guy, right? Yeah, probably not. No, they're probably just miserable anyways. All right. Working a lot of hours. Yeah, I was going to grab it by the collar. Oh, yeah, that's like an <laughs> East Coast thing. Come here. Uh-oh, my video turned off. Are we losing yeah. power? No, it it's uh, Skype because we've done a ton of video. So it shut down when Yuck was doing it, and then we switched over to me, so it's shut down again. Yeah, I can't see anybody. So hopefully Yuck can come back on and, and run the calls, but, yeah, no more video. He's on right now. What's up? It looks like he's his... Yeah, I don't know if he's awake. Skype now. is on. I can. I'll text him. Yeah, so we don't cool. have video right now. Uh, I wish I had my cool. Is my cool skull painting? Yes. Yeah. Up? That's yeah. awesome. 
That fucking thing. My mailman actually uh, the other day he had to take a blowtorch to my mailbox because it's so cold oh. out here. Whoa, whoa! Yeah. Hey, this is Waterboxer. I just happened to be sitting in on this because uh, Tony's going to be probably calling in soon. You all can hear me. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Thanks. Peace. What's up, Cassius? Uh, How's it going? <laughs> uh, good man. Loved hearing you on the church. Love Sweet. You thanks. Use- love you using one of my pictures. You know, always makes me happy. Oh yeah, I love it, man. <laughs> right on, right on. Well, we'll just stand by. You guys continue. I just wanted to be in and sit in. And hey, while we're on, I'll just say this is my offer to everybody. Every time I go in, I say this: the adult fee admission for SeaWorld is eighty nine dollars. If anybody out there, anytime listening to this, anytime this year in twenty fourteen, donates eighty nine dollars to this this cause, I'll take you out, teach you how to paddleboard, and we'll encounter. Dolphin, more than likely. I see him 200 days a year. The odds are very good most of the year. 89 bucks, you prove it. Donate today or hopefully by the end of this month, the end of this campaign, we'll make that happen. Nice. That's awesome. It can happen. I see him all the time. Go to my Instagram. Go to my Twitter account. You know, I'm not selling anything, man. You know, I'm just uh, I'm trying to give people an all you know something different, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't. You know, some different. Awesome. Cool. Let's um let's give away another another prize for somebody who um I'll draw another name out of the bag. Do we have any new names to add since the uh the other one, the great one? No, I, Ivan seems to be the last one. I'm gonna put Ivan in there again. I don't know if I hit him or not. Uh, he's a good guy. Yeah, Death Squad Arizona take two. I've uh, hung out with him many times. He's coming out to he's coming out to LA real soon. All right, so let's give away. I'm gonna give away the Ryan De La Haas print and T-shirt combo. Um, if you go on Mike Maxwell Art Facebook.com/slash Mike Maxwell Art, you'll uh, go to the 24-hour podcast gifts or prizes, and you'll see all the stuff that's available there. Um, since we don't have video going right now, and this one will be sent out by Ryan himself. Um, nice. Print and T-shirt combo. So another. Another draw. Here we go. Will. W-I-L. Will. He, uh, if, if for some reason uh, this, the, the people aren't listening, I'll connect with Jill to make sure she has all the info for everybody who's donated. And Will just signed his name, W-I-L. So, Will, you get the T-shirt and print set. I think it's a large, hopefully large, fits our friend Will here. We'll get that to him. ASAP. Woo! Congratulations, Will. Woohoo! Yeah, Will. Whoa. I can't wait to ask, like, um, I like when Tony Henchcliffe talks about his mother, like he's done on your mom's house podcast. Yeah. Because, like, I know a little bit about, like, the street number. And, like, the other day I told somebody, I was like, listen, play O-N-O, 50 cents exact, 50 cents any order, combo across the board. And it's like a three dollar bet, and like I think they won. The, the number actually came out, so they won like half, and it was like twenty five hundred bucks. I love talking about shit like that. Are you talking about horse racing? No, that the street number used to be based off the horse racing, but that's just the. Do you guys have like the daily lottery number, uh, like in no. California? The the state took over all that shit here. We ne- we never had. I've never seen any like like gangster running numbers sort of situations oh. here. Oh. Yeah, well, that's how, like, the street number used to be. It's not too – well, I'm sure you can still play it now, but we have, like, the state plays the number. But, um, yeah, I told somebody to put that number in it the other day. I was like, play 010, it's a hot number, and it paid off, like, 20 hundred bucks. 
Nope, we got a <laughs> call Squad coming Connecticut in. just donated. Wow. Yes. Powerful. He's powerful. Caller. He met up. Oh. Caller. Fuck yeah. Who we got on the line? Tony. Nice. What's up, Tony? It's Mike. Uh, the Tony Henchcliffe. What's up, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> Raise some money, man. Raise some money. How you doing? How was that Texas tour? I, I've, the queefing oh, has been heard all the way she here ready. on Pacific Ocean. <laughs> I'm still recovering. That was probably the most destructive on my body tour that I've ever been through. And I've been through a lot. I've done long stretches in Canada and you know, I've done a lot, but Haddish, Red Band, and me, three cities in Texas, that, that's just a, uh, it's a death wish is what that is. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Tiffany, Tiffany pushes Brian and I to levels that we normally don't even push each other to. She's just such a party starter, and uh, she has such an electric energy that, uh, I don't know, I, I think she's going to be part of, uh, she's going to be part of touring with us more often, wow. I can tell. Awesome. awesome. Now, now, did you have to go back and do Kill Tony on Monday? I know you did, right? You after yep. three days. Of t- oh shoot! How, how did yeah, that I, feel? <laughs> I, I never missed that. I actually got really dizzy at one point, but I pulled through. <laughs> wow. I uh, yeah, it was a very very fun episode. Again, I, we had Tiffany on, and uh, we had a great comedian from New York, and, uh, Mike Lawrence, was on the show. So. Another great episode, and somehow I plowed through. You know, the good thing about Kill Tony is that there's so much stuff going on. There's the Iron Patriot, there's the Comedians, there's Brian, there's two guests. You know, there's just so much stuff that I can sort of, once in a while when I'm not feeling great, or if I'm just, or if I need to think about something else, I can just sort of chill, and the show sort of runs itself, you know? I love the show. Fuck, everybody loves the show. Anybody who loves comedy loves the show. And anybody listening that is not listening to Kill Tony that considers themselves a comedy fan, dig it. it. It's great to listen to. It's great to watch the video. And if you ever get the chance, come to the comedy store and see it live. There's nothing like it. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I've been going for how long now? <laughs> Gosh, how many episodes? What are we into? 30-something? 34? 33? no. no. I'm talking about this is a, is this the 24 oh. hour? Yes, yes, sir. <clears throat> We're at about hours tw- in, are you guys? 20 almost. Wow, that is so awesome. Who exactly am I talking to? You got uh, Ray Taylor, Keith Burlock, one, uh, Cassius Morris, Mish the oh, Dish, yeah. Water Boxer, and Mike Maxwell. You guys are all on at one time right now. Yeah, we're fucking yeah. crazy. <laughs> That is awesome. Uh, it's awesome that you that called. Awesome. Bert Kreischer just called in from Paris and talked to us for about 20 minutes. Yeah. Wow, that's so cool. And, and yesterday, you guys, they were live on the Naughty Show, and Sam called in, Eddie Bravo called in and talked for a while, Adam Hunter called in and talked for a while, and it's so fucking awesome that you can uh, do this too and just represent. Yeah, I was going to call in yesterday, but uh, I'm telling you, man, that whatever we did in Texas, it really hit our bodies very weird. And, uh, you know, Brian told me he was feeling a little bit out of it. You know, I'm sort of in a different weight class as most people. I'm, I sort of <laughs> yeah. consider myself the uh, the death squad, you know, featherweight champion of the world. And uh, 
I still hang in there, but uh, man, this weekend really took it out of me. I was going to call in yesterday. I almost went to the ER a couple times, and then it turned out I had some big stand-up comedy showcase in front of the sold-out industry crowd of like casting directors and producers last night, and I had to summon the spirits, and I went in there and had to fucking slay the demons created buzz and then I left and all the other people stuck around schmoozing with them after their okay sets. I had to go lay it down and then fucking leave, create the buzz and get out. You know what right. I'm saying, guys? But yeah, a soldier. <laughs> right. Like a soldier. The call came and you answered. <laughs> that's that's badass. That's badass. It, uh, like, yeah. So we raising money? Is it happening? When I called in, did the thing start scrolling? Like, is the banner just like... <laughs> we did just get another donation. Yeah, uh, right What do we got? Gary Lovato. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We have, we got but we're up to $7,354 on this GoFundMe. Awesome. That is Beautiful. awesome. Tony, this hey. is Mike. We're, uh, we're giving away a bunch of art and... Um, and gifts from all the people who have been on my podcast. You've been a, a guest on my podcast a number of times. Me? You hear us, Tony? Yeah, wait, I lost you there for a second. Hey, Say motherfucker. <laughs> I said we're raising a bunch of money. Uh, we're donating art and a bunch of gifts uh, from people who have been on the Live Free podcast. You, uh, you've been a guest on my podcast a, a number of times. You plan on being back down in San Diego anytime soon? Oh, yo, yeah, that's right. Yes, Mike. Yes, absolutely. Yes, motherfucker, in Mike, fact, motherfucker. In fact, <laughs> in fact, big announcement coming up. San Diego has something that rhymes with uh, that rhymes with Bill Tony, but I can't make an official <laughs> announcement yet. Yeah, I can buy something out of you. But it's going to be really big, and it's very, 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 very soon. I can't, I'll tell you, it's not going to be in February, and it's not going to be in April, but I can't make an official announcement yet. He's and pulling the same Tripoli here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got big news, big news on the way. Well, you know everybody well, down yeah. here in San Diego loves you, mm-hmm. and uh, we, we're definitely glad to support a, uh, a kill Tony South. If that does come yeah. to fruition, it'll definitely be our first uh, road experiment. And what's cool about San Diego is that, uh, hopefully we'll be able to bring the entire squad. You know, the, the thing about kill Tony is that it's actually for, for what it is. I mean, for it being a podcast, it's actually an obnoxiously huge production. I mean, I mean, that's just the iron Patriot alone. Yeah. Oh yeah, and you know, do you feel like taking the show on the road? Like you could also be helping the new comics in in different places as well. You know, like help them perform, get get them moving in a in a positive direction. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I get there's always something almost every single day in my mailbox. Like bring it to you know South Carolina. I just so stand up, you know, bring it everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, I'm telling you, there was a there was a people from Halifax at where the hell was I? Um, shit, shit. I just met people from Halifax that are huge Death Squad fans, and I'm like, oh, you have to know Cassius Morris, and they're like, no. I'm like, how the fuck do Death Squad fans <laughs> in Halifax not know each other? <laughs> the I image know. that I have in my head is that there's like ten people sitting around in a neighborhood. 
Wish okay. that was the case. <laughs> That's where you are, though, right? Halifax, Nova Scotia? That's right. Boom. Where there you go. Well, he was just saying his mailbox was so frozen, the uh, the mailman had to crack into it with a blowtorch. Is that what you told us? Yeah, it's true. So is, that, is that true? Oh. Yeah, first he tried the spray, and then he literally bro- uh, broke out the blowtorch, and now it works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He might have just been doing dabs out there, though. You yeah, know. I was wondering why you got that handy. I don't know. Oh, that reminds me. I have a, oh, a yeah. dab piece, like a little mini dab rig to give away. From uh, oil glass contraptions, maybe that's a good a good segue. There you go. Is everyone familiar with what I'm talking about? Yes. All right. For those who aren't, this is a sort. It could be a glass sculpture. I, I put that in the description. It, it has the option of being a glass sculpture. But what it is, it's for people who participate in the cannabis concentrate uh, world. I guess the person who wins, I think they have they need to be over eighteen. I guess we'll put a little stipulation on this. So we have we have two more donations too. All right, let's make sure we <laughs> add those in there as well. We got Gary Lovato and uh, the other two, Joe Kenyon. Hey, World of Rock Records. By the way, Joe Kenyon's over at World of Rock Records. That's the company that's pressing the limited release 200 uh, vinyl pieces of Joey Diaz's comedy album. Oh, Very beautiful. cool. Friend of ours, Joe Kenyon. Spell his last World- name for me. Kenyon. K E N. Like. K-E-N-Y-O-N. Uh, he's with a company called World of Rock Records. It's one of our friends in the Death Squad world. Beautiful. He's setting a trend. I'd love to have one of Tony's next records or his record do a small limited 200 pressing. You know, I think there's a market for it. It's a good friend. He's supporting us uh, and working with Joey and uh, doing good stuff. So shout out to Joe Kenyon. Powerful. And then we got uh, David Leba, L-E-B-A. Yeah. L-E-B-A. That's uh, one of the Death Squad Houston guys. Nice. Powerful, David. And uh, speaking if of Joey, I, uh, it, it, if I gave you guys, if I gave you guys something to auction off, would you be able to do that through your thing? If I just told it to you right now, would you be able to? If I gave it to, if I mailed it or gave it to somebody, would that hey, work? Give it to me. You give it to me, man. You know, you me. <laughs> you think that would actually work? <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, well, sure. I I have my first ever. See, here's. I hope this isn't too long of a story. But I've always wondered what to do with this thing. And I can't imagine. <laughs> All right. So I lost one of my wrestling shoes, one of my, my first ever pair of, and I mean, this is the most custom. You can't find this pair of shoes literally anywhere on the Internet. You have to trust me because I have tried almost daily. You can't find them anywhere. It's basically Uma Thurman's Kill Bill custom-made ASIC shoe, but high form into a wrestling shoe and I only have one I lost the other one in a debacle in the Toronto airport a year ago I've been waiting for it to somehow find its way back to me but it never will and it never has so I'm willing to donate my one super wrestling shoe to the cost sweet that's a rare death squad item right there one of a kind. I'm putting that up right now it's as rare as it gets if there's some creepy super kill Tony fan out there, I'm sure that uh, they'll throw in something for that. So get, Someone's I mean, going to be sniffing your shoe. You know that, right? <laughs> I'm telling you. Well, that, but you also have to see how badass this fucking shoe is. I mean, I have this new gold pair that's awesome, and I can't stop wearing them, even though I was just going to wear them for like big shows. 
now I'm just so addicted that I highly recommend wrestling shoes, by the way, people. Okay. Anybody listening out there who, you know, you think shoes are just shoes, it's a pretty big deal to be connected to the world that you're walking on. And uh, no better way than with wrestling shoes. Gives you the support that your parents never gave you. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) But uh, what else do I have laying around here? I'm just going to find stuff and... uh, you guys can auction it off because I have nothing better to do with uh, a lot hey, of stuff I just have sitting around. Hey, Tony, dig this. Yeah. What, I, I know you guys got the uh, that old busted-up sword from Kill Tony, right? Now, I've got yeah. a brand-new sword that's actually a real sword that actually has – you've seen it in that picture, right? That says Kill Tony on mm-hmm. it. How about mm-hmm. I – if you want me to give you that badass sword, I'm not sure if you have that one you want to hold, and you feel like auctioning off the, your, your prop, you can either upgrade or – I could auction off mine. I got a badass Chinese sword that says Kill Tony. You tell me what you want to do, Tony. I love okay. the way that you think, Waterboxer. You, you brilliant brother. son of a bitch. And <laughs> you know what? Boom. Light it up. It's been on every single episode. Boom. It's the original only prop before there – I believe before there were even – well, no, at the same time when the Chinese lanterns came in. That was there, and it's been in front of all 33 counted up to a total of 66 different at times, maybe a little less because we've only had one on the first few. Uh, that sword's been in front of a lot of the best and all of our best episodes. So uh, you got it, the official Kill Tony sword now up for auction. I'll take yours, Water Boxer, and we'll upgrade. Right Fuck yeah, dude. Ours is cool, and it's it, really someone, you know, and next time some fucking uppity uh, uh, hipster tries to get in your face, uh, you pull this motherfucker out and you slice his fingers off. You know what God I'm saying? Damn. That guy will <laughs> never know how close he was to pure destruction. Oh, dude, dude, aside from, okay, aside from the fact that Brody's gigantic, I'm sitting next to Desquad Fairbanks, who's a six foot seven, like, behemoth, right? Tony has got a reach of a fucking, you know, of John Jones, and he could have just, yeah, honestly, you could have from your eye. I look at, you know, I look at people when I assess people. I'm looking, okay, you know, look at their hands, how long are their arms and legs? Uh, Tony's got fucking arms for miles, and that's very dangerous. You know what I mean? Kind of yep. a, all of a Dominic Cruz kind of guy. So that from seated, he could have bitch slapped that kid, and he showed restraint, but that. That, I was there, and the camera didn't capture that drama. That anybody who, who didn't see that episode of Kill Tony, the one with Brody on it, you should see it and be in there. There was and being just inches away, it's like, whoa, that dude could have been killed from every angle. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. <laughs> from you know Tony, what's funny from, is they all they all they all chased him away from the table. They got up and chased him away. But what I was really about to do is I was about to when he went for the bucket, I was about to grab his arm and pull him in and behind the table because I knew that I could fuck him up behind the table even though the cameras were running and you wouldn't be able to see what was happening. <laughs> but I didn't want to come out from in front of the table because I know that when there's an audience, the show would have been basically over had I fucked some guy up in front of the camera and in front of the... <laughs> so I didn't want to ruin the episode. So I almost pulled him behind the table and I almost had to fucking choke a dude out that would have been great then throwing him down the back alley stairs would have been perfect would have been like the old Ciro's days when the mafia uh, ran the comedy store <laughs> yeah that's what it sounds like Dude, tony yeah. handle i was right across from tony city right in front his eyes didn't bat he didn't flinch he didn't break a sweat you know what i mean it was oh. he was so fucking cool about it and i'm like that's how that's how a soldier fucking handles a fucking idiot oh, like totally, that man. Hey. you know like people it's funny because i come across i'm sure as you know a, a little a little softy maybe you know it's a tough 
it's a tough crew, tough class of people that I hang out with. Big, tough, you know, you got Diaz, you know, and like, <laughs> I'm just this little guy. And, uh, but, you know, I, like I told you, a water boxer, I've been through boxing at Wild Card with the Roach yeah. Brothers. I've been wrestling with my old wrestling coach, never got pinned ever. That's his uh, claim to fame in Ohio. He said that he never even, he, he, they say about my old wrestling coach that he wouldn't even sleep on his back. No, no, I, I dude, no, no. See, I, it's Is not the big, no, <laughs> no, it's not the big guys I worry about, and people, people worry about, you know, the cats who have to defend themselves <laughs> for, for, yeah. you know, they go to public you know, schools. More than anything, and I'm never an aggressive guy, ever, 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 ever. But man, you come on my show when, when, when I know the cameras rolling and. And I care a lot about it. You're going to try to grab that bucket. See, anything else would have been fine, but you grab the bucket with all those names in it and all those, all these comedians that are trying to get a start. And I know how much it meant to me when I was signing up for open mics. And, you know, this is the passion. This is the life. This is what we love. And the laughs that we give people go a long way, and it's a really big deal. And uh, so when somebody tries to grab that bucket, it could potentially fuck up the whole show and the chances of comedians getting up there and this and that. So, you know, that's where you really fucked up. You don't touch the bucket, man. <laughs> and what was beautiful, being there in the room, uh, first feeling the drama, but all it was was a tiny little grace note. Boom, and the show moved on. And yep. it was handled by professionals like professionals, mm -hmm. I'll say, as if nothing happened. You know, yep. you know, it, it was really cool. It was really cool. And, I, man, I yeah, love that show. We move on. We roll on. Totally. That's uh, I'd love to see how like Letterman or Carson or you know old legends would have handled that. But, uh, <laughs> because I, I bet it wouldn't have been that far off. Oh, yeah. We, we got a couple more donations to All add right, to the nice. uh, Cleo well, style, Miss Cleo. Cleo. Uh, oh yeah, Cleo's the best. Her, hey, we. We Her voice is from... the sexiest voice of all yes, time. Yes, it is. And we got to shout out from... opposite from my voice. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes, your voice is beautiful. Don't let anybody tell you that. Oh, thank you, darling. And uh, Bricks and Bullets. Nice. My oh, man, yeah, Death Squad yeah. East LA. He had Bricks and Bullets, a fine man. And Bricks is going to be joining us. And Tony, if you have a chance on Sunday, January 26th, a lot of us are going to go to the Gracie Nationals at the LA Convention Center. It's also the LA Fit Expo. Uh, 80's going to be there. A lot of his tenth planet, tenth planet people. So it's a chance to see some live jujitsu, submission only, and a health expo. And it's going to be a bunch of, uh, you know, people you may may or may not know. But uh, it'll be pretty. It'll oh, be pretty fun like too. Fun. I, just, and I just got done with four weekends on the road, so I'm looking oh. forward to hanging out in LA, uh, in LA for a few weeks. Thank God. You know, I'm going to be, uh, you know, Rabu Dhabi from Eddie Bravo Radio. He uh, has only listened to your show, but I want he and I are going to be heading out there, maybe if not this Monday, the following Monday. Okay, if that's cool. He's a cool cat. I want you to meet him. He's a super good guy. Oh, and uh, he lo loved, loves comedy. I've befriended him through comedy. You know, he's a comedy man and also a, a fucking killer. Rabu Dhabi from Eddie Bravo Radio not only is uh, one of Eddie, Eddie's students and very advanced, he was also New Jersey's uh, heavyweight stick fighting champion. He's He's a badass motherfucker and a good friend and a cool guy and a good comedy fan you know it uh it's amazing how many killers <laughs> you know uh are out there man it's so cool of you to call and uh fuck we got pe anybody listening we're going to auction off tony's sword this is badass yep the official kill tony sword it's sat in front of greats like jeff ross doug benson 
you know, Russell Peters, bunch and, of them. Now, I hear rumors that uh, Miss Sarah Silverman's going to be showing up soon. Is that true? Uh, yes, there's no doubt about it. Sarah Silverman's oh. definitely going to be there this year uh, oh at some point. We have good, Doug good. Benson coming up this week for our first ever solo appearance in a while. You know, I, I switched the format to officially lock it down at two guests. But yeah. uh, we're having a special episode bringing it back to one of our favorite regulars, Doug Benson, who's <sighs> just, just going to be me and him. Uh, so, uh, getting Doug. That's, 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 that's this Monday coming up. Oh, so, uh, love, love around on that one. It's going to be a fun one. Sure, I'm going to be stoned to the gills on that. So it's pretty much going to be kill Doug. <laughs> I'm going to be out of it. I think Ray Taylor and I are going to try to make a little pilgrimage up to Los Angeles and catch a, another live kill that's Tony. Right. I haven't been able to see it live yet. I know the other guys have, have caught one before. Right. Well, I'm pretty sure that I can. It's either going to be the week before, the weekend before March 7th and 8th, or the weekend after March 7th and 8th. But I can tell you that uh, I'm definitely doing an entire weekend in La Jolla, either the last weekend in February, the first weekend in March, or the second weekend in March. And it's going to be at the La Jolla Comedy Store. I'm going to be headlining four shows, and the first show on Saturday night is going to be an episode of Kill Tony. So I can't say whether it's March 7th or 8th or the weekend before that or the weekend after that, but it's right in that clump. So there you go. That's the big announcement. That's why I didn't make the big announcement earlier is because I don't know the exact, exact date. I have to lock it in because there's a chance I might be doing something else on March 7th and 8th. But uh, so there you go. So, so, Mike, I'll be down there uh, for that, and that will be the first Kill Tony Road show, and we will have the uh, we will have the whole crew with us. We know that we can lug the Patriots ninety five pounds of gear <laughs> to San Diego. He's like it's the drummer, be a lot right? Harder to, yeah, exactly. Oh, totally. God, isn't he? We, we really wouldn't have a. We, I, I really don't ever. If I do an episode without him, I'm going to be very sad. So, so paranoid that I'm so paranoid that if we ever take it to Toronto or, you know, somewhere farther away, that his checked bags will get lost. You know, I don't know if you've ever lost if you've ever lost a checked bag at an airport, but I have, and it is a nightmare. And I I can't imagine sitting in an airport holding a 49 year old man crying in my arms because he lost his. (laughs) Iron Man costume. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like my worst nightmare is, uh, is him losing that stuff because I know it's so close to his heart. And, you know, hopefully everybody's following the Comic Patriot on Twitter and looking at the pictures of him being a background extra because this guy gets more work than probably all the guests on the show that I've had combined. I mean, I haven't been able to find his IMDb for some reason, but as far as extra work, nobody gets more, and it's just the funniest thing to me to see him in the background of everything. Either he's the best background artist in L.A. or he's the best Photoshopper in the world. (laughs) (laughs) He won't take unemployment. I give him credit. In this town where so many folks will take a gig for whatever, a period of time, and then take unemployment this guy will work and work and work and work and he is funny and his his irreverence uh keeps kill tony from being 
too smart for the folks that can't handle a show that's too smart. You know, what I mean, it because uh, it, it, I've said this to many people, even you, Tony, before. It uh, I think it's a brilliant show for people who are fans of the technique of comedy and even comedy being broken down to kind of its technical elements. The show covers that from experts, from freaking, you know, uh, black belts. Uh, but from getting too heavy, I mean, you're really funny. You, I, everybody knows that. But uh, Red Band, Iron Patriot, their silliness lightens it up and it, it forms together. This, this, it, it, it becomes so funny and so humorous and interesting at the same time. That's why, why I listen and that's why I go to the show. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't be able to do it without them, you know, uh, no doubt about that, because, you know, first of all, when it switched over from what used to be the secret show on Monday night, you know, Brian said to me, hey, you want to do a, a live podcast at the comedy store Mondays at eight? And I'm like, oh, a live podcast, a couple ideas that I had for my death squad pilot really weren't up that alley. But then I thought to myself, you know, how can I use that spot to my advantage? How could I use the comedy store to my advantage? And, uh, you know, I realized that there's an open mic before that in another room and that there's a bunch of young comedians or, or people or older comedians chasing their dreams. You know, we, we've seen so many greats come out of the woodwork, former surgeons and former real estate guys, really smart people that, are now chasing their dreams. That's always fun to see too. But anyway, I realized that I could go down there and get those people. And, but then I thought, fuck, that's such a serious show is helping comedians and trying to get their start. So then I realized, you know, I have Red Band's very youthful sense of humor on the show. <laughs> Extremely youthful. That's yeah. one way to say that I'm a 12-year-old, right? And, uh, and then once the Iron Patriot got in, you know, between the two of them, it's definitely enough to soften up the seriousness of the show. Um, so, yeah, I, I love it. You know, it's just my favorite thing. Hopefully it keeps getting bigger and hopefully the buzz around it keeps getting bigger. Hopefully people keep telling their friends about it. I, I, I think that it's the kind of thing that um, anybody who's ever enjoyed stand-up should listen to because it, you get to sort of see – not that there's tricks to it, but you get to sort of see what works and why it works, and you get to find out what's funny to you. So that's my goal is for people to just get to find their own sensitive humors in a bigger way uh, through it. So anyway. Yeah. Beautiful. I'm happy you guys are doing this. It's amazing that the Death Squad Nation comes together for a friend in need in this way i think that's the coolest thing in the world so it's so great to hear all your guys' voices and uh to be part of something so cool um dude thanks I, for your I time man thank you guys for having me on definitely yeah thanks thank, for your time and your sir. donations yeah. and uh yeah. and your show and, uh, helping out man yeah yeah thanks Tony. Yeah. you know we love you yeah and Absolutely. tony i'll have that sword for you Give the, give the people yep. at the comedy store a heads up and the you know and the LAPD if I'm walking down <laughs> yeah. there with a fucking you know what I mean the real swords just give everyone a heads up folks and make sure the bouncers that uh, make sure Josh doesn't doesn't like try to tackle me or anything when I try to come to the comedy store with a sword you know what I mean <laughs> so awesome if Josh call. tries to tackle you he'll just, if Josh Martin tries to tackle you he'll just stick to you like Velcro you just keep walking <laughs> but thank you so much and I'll have that shoe and we'll trade swords. Uh, on Monday or next Monday, whenever you come, water boxer. So, uh, euphemism, trading swords. <laughs> <laughs> hey, who's the comic here? 
Hilarious. Hey, thank Thanks, you guys brother. so much, and uh, Death Squad for life. Fuck yeah, thank you, Tony. You're the best. Right. Kill Tony. Later, guys. Later. Later. We got another nodation. A nodation? A nodation. A nodation. nodation, flodation. Sebastian George. Thank you, Sebastian George. Let's um, let's give away this uh, this cannabis concentrate piece slash glass sculpture. Dab it up. <clears throat> Winner is Big J. Oh! Big J, the weather. Nice. The Big nice. J is a fan of the cannabis concentrates or glass artwork. Congratulations, Big J. And that was donated by Oil Glass Contraptions. Uh, you can check them out, facebook.com slash overintellectuallylifted. It's uh, uh, an anagram for oil, overintellectuallylifted. So check them out. He was kind enough to donate. It's, you know, a probably fairly expensive piece of glass art, and you could use it to get high if you're so into interested in that sort of thing. Wow. Congratulations. Fuck yeah. Hallelujah. Matt, how about that? Tony called in and also is donating one yellow Asics wrestling shoe, a la Kill Bill. The golden Tony shoe. Gold, yeah, and the sword from Kill Tony, the prop. It's busted up. It's not a, you know, he's getting a better sword for me. But this sword has been there for over 30 episodes. It's been around. This is a piece of Death Squad, you know, memorabilia in history someday so hopefully anybody listening is going to bid on this i think we should start the bidding in this what do you think how many hundred anybody let's start it let's start it this, at 100 it's got to be at least 100 come on this yeah. is this yeah, is this yeah. is really and it's not going for anything less than 100 so anybody listening in make your offers and also 100 bucks what you know i don't pay for corporate coffee but how much you guys pay for coffee how you about know, this? Outside of the house. Yeah. Let's do this. We'll say next person to donate $100 gets the shoe and their name goes into the bag for a chance to win something else as well. Nice. That's good. How, so do, you, how do you go wrong? For the shoe, 100 I think so. Does that sound fair? That's, that sounds we got to start, yeah. yeah. And the sword's got to be a big one. I think that sword's worth a lot, to be quite honest. That sword is a, you know, it's not quite, quite the werewolf in Joe Rogan's studio right now, but that sword's going to, it's, it's, it's got quite a value. So. So what what do you say for the golden pony shoe? What's the uh, package? One hundred dollars for hundred, and your name goes in the bucket. So a chance well, to win a second. Yes, yeah. hundred bucks. And you've been listening. A hundred bucks, you're going to get one golden pony shoe and an opportunity to win so much more. All right, we got I'm another ready. donation. We got one Scott Wood. In. Nice Scott Wood. I know him. He's on the Twitter feed. Okay, powerful Scott Wood. San Diego cat. Right. SoCal represent. Going in the bag. All right, I'll, I'll pull another one here. We have, um, let's give away, I have an original painting, acrylic on uh, a cigar box. This fucking oh. ill sparrow that Corey Thompson painted and donated. So we'll give that away right now. And that, okay, so I'll need help from Jill with this one. The Illuminati 666 donator got this one. Is that <laughs> going to be somebody that we could send that painting to? Are you guys familiar? Illuminati 666? No I don't Never know. Never heard that name. Yeah, me either. There I mean, a great name. I don't think I know Illuminati 666. We, well, they, We'd find they, out. They donated as Illuminati, but they donated $6, $6, and $6. So oh, yeah, I, love that. I remember that. <laughs> that seems it seems like a week in, ago. <laughs> 
It came in around the time that the Naughty Show was on, so I assume it has something yeah. to do with them. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. So maybe Jill will be able to help us with that. Okay. We can shoot to see. We can ship it. We can ship that sword anywhere in the world. If the offer is high enough, if the offer for the sword is over $500, we will ship the Kill Tony sword any place on the planet Earth, okay? International listeners, just know that you're in Europe. I get some European folks hitting me up. We can ship it there, but we're talking $500. This is a piece of Death Squad history, okay? Someday when uh, Tony Hinchcliffe is hosting The Tonight Show, you're going to say, wow, I have this artifact from his first big hit show. So 500 bucks, European listeners. And uh, real quick, uh, let's see. Corey Thompson, you can follow him on Twitter, at Corey Thompson. It's K-O-R-I. T H O M P S O N art, Corey Thompson art on Twitter. So make sure you guys go follow him. Yeah. And thanks, th- thanks to Corey to, uh, for donating. And that piece is, you can see the piece on my Twitter. It's on my Instagram at Mike Maxwell art, cool sparrow on a, on a cigar box. So that's going we got, a, we got another decent donation, uh, $40 from elementary Dave. Elementary Sweet. Dave. Sweet. That's forty dollars is big, Elementary Dave. Thanks very much. That's your given. You know, this is awesome, what. guys. What is our total at? Where are we at? Uh, we're at seven thousand five hundred and nineteen dollars. Wow, that's killer. If we can get to ten grand by one, I'll be so stoked. That would be awesome. It's fucking, it's happening, dude. Let's no, no, it's happening. happening. It's happening. What time is it for you guys? It's ten past three in Boston. Twelve oh eight. Okay, it's four oh eight over here. All right, I'm ready to give away more stuff. Let's, we got a new donation. Every donation that comes in, I'll start giving more stuff away. Yep. We oh, have bricks and, oh, and bullets. Said he's Illuminati six six six. Yeah, he's oh, my he man. Just won that. Yeah, that's that's Jeff. That's my friend. He, his wife is friends with my wife. We're, we're oh, we go to shows together. Cute. He's he's like the eastern half of LA County towards Riverside. He is my, you know. He's my like brother and right hand man. He's the coolest man. He's the real people. He's going to the Gracie Nationals, which we're trying to get this Death Squad thing. You know, comedy shows are great. I'm not a big drinker. I'm a big cannabis user, right? We're trying to support other things like Tenth Planet events and and fights and things like that because we like those too. And Bricks and Bullets and his wife and his kids, they're going out to the Gracie Nationals with me and my wife and a lot of other folks from Death Squad. And anybody listening that's in the California area or if you compete in jiu-jitsu or interested – January 26th, Gracie Nationals. I think Nogi. I'm going to be up there. Please, fuck, dude. It's going to be, dude. We're, uh, there's going to be, also, let me tell you, there's going to be a lot of interesting people there. I'm not going to say any names, but just go, right? Well, it's gonna I, be, think, go on. I think, sorry to interrupt. I think that uh, some of my art might be available on a patch that some people might enjoy. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Everything. No, I understand. I understand more than you know. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know what I mean? I'm not saying anything, but I'm trying to get people to fucking go. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Get everybody out there. If we so all you guys read them? Yeah, yeah. If you're a church member, fucking go and support the church. Support Tenth Planet because understand what Joey said on Monday's Church of What's Happening Now. Any quote certified Death Squad family member can train for one month for free at a Tenth Planet location. You hear me? All right. No more excuses for anybody who's near a Tenth Planet. You can do it. To be certified, don't worry about it. All right, you know, follow Eddie, follow Joey, follow follow Joe, and you know, and uh, be a good person. But that's what what kind of you know who's offering that? That's for free, right? Yeah. 
And if you're not anywhere near a 10th planet, just go train jujitsu somewhere. Absolutely. Or train something. You know what I mean? Do something. You know what? If that's not your thing, you don't want guys sweating on you, learn to strike a little bit. You know, and if, if, if Muay Thai doesn't work because it's too hard, learn some Filipino stick fighting. Learn, learn Screema. It's fucking beautiful. Or there, there are so many different kinds of martial arts you can consider and try. It doesn't always have to be sport fighting, you know, and it doesn't always have to be grappling if that's not your personality. You know what I mean? Some guys aren't spiders. Some guys are bees, you know, or, you know, there's so many different things you can do. But, yeah, jiu-jitsu is wonderful because unlike a lot of other martial arts, jiu-jitsu guys are always cool. Mm-hmm. And it could be a some, game. It doesn't have to yeah. necessarily be fighting. It could be a game just like you're playing golf or like you're playing chess or you're playing fucking uh, croquet or something. Or at least walk on the treadmill or something. <laughs> <laughs> Anything. Do something. Uh, do something. You know, there are, you know, Joey's trying to inspire people too through the church and, hey, do something. Uh, yeah. Anyway, walk, jog. And, uh, you know, Doing something, you know, martial arts or learning to surf or learning defense or doing something that requires um, skill and repetitive practice or learning how to handle a sword. Like in, you know, uh, there's something to be said for that. It, it uh, there's something it does something unique to you. That's like to your bones and your psyche, you know, but uh, but doing something, man, doing something. And if not, hey, even if you don't if I ever want to learn martial art, it's fun to watch, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you know, it. uh Whoa, okay, hey, we got a little thing. Okay, cool. Tony wants a donation link. He's going to tweet it out for us. Thank you very much. Uh, but yeah, Ray Taylor just dropped a big uh, donation to the GoFundMe. Maybe we can announce that. Can we give Ray a, a round of applause? Yeah, Ray. Hey. He's in there. I'm putting you in. Good. I want to be in. I tried to donate, but I don't have a credit card, so. <laughs> All right. Tony wants to get this thing up to 10K, everybody. He's told me, you know. Privately, let's get this up to 10K. Anybody listening who's Death Squad, you know, he wrapped it up with Death Squad for life. You gotta love these artists that are coming to the community that appreciates their art and they're coming back to us. They, none of us, you know, Eddie Bravo, Joey Diaz, all these fuckers, Sam Tripoli, Adam Hunter, all the people, all these fucking cool people, man. They don't have to do this, man. No other artists. You know, Izzy was talking about rock stars, how he loved Guns N' Roses. Well, you know what? When Guns N' Roses was on the Sunset Strip, trying to chill or talk to them, that was impossible unless you had cocaine or you're a stripper, right? <laughs> this is true, man. These comics, These comics are approach. Whoa. Somebody's doubling up. Not me. Not me. Not me. Mish. Mish, your, Mish, your stuff is stuff screwed up. I cut out? No, you're, no you're, you got speakers on. Oh, sorry about that. Fired. <laughs> But these are these folks are approachable, and they give back to the folks that are given to them. It's not just so one way. Like, yeah, you you know, that's so cool about these cats. And anybody who comes to any of the shows, they know this. These comics will hang out with you. When Joey Diaz says he's going to smoke bowls with you or blunts with you, he's not fucking around. You know what I mean? You better be prepared. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but their accessibility and is so unique, and that's one thing I really love about this whole thing too. And we're seeing it right now. Okay, All right, let's, uh, since we got another donation in, let's give away. Uh, I got um, Todd Dwayne Miller out of Vegas. He has a photo print set. He took these badass photos of hot rods like out in the Vegas desert. Um, he sent four really nice prints that you could frame up and, uh, and put in your house or, or wherever you want. So um, I think I'm going to grab two names for that. There's a series of them, so we'll get uh, a couple winners for that. First one is... Leston Thomas, congratulations. Ah, my man, Leston Thomas. 
And the second one is Brandon Sanchez. Congratulations, those guys. (laughs) So I I don't know if anyone brought this up when I just took a piss, but uh, somebody might have just won uh, either the Kill Tony shoe or uh, the sword. And it's uh, Ray Taylor. (laughs) Whoa. Ray Taylor with $110. Nice. Yeah, we didn't announce that. So Ray gets the shoe? He's 100%. the first hundred. I say Ray gets that, the shoe. Fuck yeah. Can't wait to smell shoe. it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fine. So the big, big treasure right now is the Kill Tony sword. And anyone who's seen that in the videos or anything or up close, it, uh, it, it it's not much of a sword. But <laughs> it, it will not save your life, but it's a very funny sword. And many of killers have touched this sword. Very true. What is uh, what is the story on the sword? What's the story on the new sword? That's what I want to know. How is the sword gonna evolve? Well, if you look, I did some pic. You know, I always do funny pictures for uh, podcasts I listen to or the artists. You know, uh-huh. and uh, I um, we've got a bunch of swords around here uh, just because I I like that stuff. So is my wife, and we thought one day we're, while we're working out, it's, we looked at the sword, and said, "Oh, wouldn't this be funny?" So we took one of the swords. And it's not a samurai sword. It's more of a straight sword. It looks more like a Chinese sword. Um, uh, and just put some red lettering on it and just took a photo. It says Kill Tony on it and she nice. gave it to Tony to hype this thing up. And uh, uh-huh. he saw it. He dug it. And we were thinking, OK, well, we got a, we got a few swords here. This is a pretty good one. Um, and uh, maybe he wants it. And I showed him the picture. He loved it. And I made a few pictures for the podcast about it. Um, that's my sword. It's a real sword. It's sharp. Yeah. You pull it out. You can fucking stab a motherfucker with it, right? We got it from a Japanese student that, that uh, um, anyways, we were associated with. Anyways. Right. Uh, so real quick. It. Real quick. Sorry Yo. to interrupt. Uh, that last gift was, was donated by Todd Dwayne Miller. You can follow him on Twitter at Vegas Photo Ass. It's Vegas Photo Ass on Twitter. Double S, like like our, our man, Yuck. Thanks, ass. So go follow him, Todd Dwayne Miller. Thank you very much for uh, for donating those prints. Thank you. Yeah, powerful. Uh, nevertheless, so my sword's a good sword, right? Now, the sword that they use for Kill Tony, <laughs> let's just say, the sword that they use for Kill Tony is a sword that he he's put it on he's put it on recording. He picked it up in Chinatown. You go to Chinatown and pick up a cheap samurai sword for eight, nine bucks. It's fallen apart. You know what I mean? It's in pieces. It just sits there, and it's kind of quaint for what it is. And there's a lot of history to it too. A lot of famous comics, have, you know, you know, and maybe it's even absorbed some of that uh, that gangster energy of the comedy store, you know. Yeah. So it's a, anybody listening this uh, or anyone ever seen Kill Tony, this is an important piece. Now I thought our sword would be much better. I didn't just, but I didn't just want to walk into the comedy store with a fucking long sword, really, because yeah, be I don't want to. It's L.A. I grew up here. Cops will kill you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And, uh, and I didn't want Josh Martin, you know, trying to take me down. You know what I mean? I haven't, you know. It, uh, uh, but I'm going to give him that one. And once this one goes, that's uh, that's fair. Sweet. Tony knows my sword's good. It'll look cool on his thing. And uh, next time mm-hmm. next time a uh, hipster wants to fuck with him, he'll pull this out and fucking, you know, go blade on him. I want to grapple with Tony. Let's just, thing, yeah, let's just leave the silence for a second. Yeah, dead air. No, no. <laughs> so, okay, Mike uh, wants to uh, think about it for a little while. Imagine me and Tony grappling. Yeah. Well, you know, if you mean just in uh, like in just uh, grappling, I'm kind of hard. Naked? No. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. Kind of hard. What are we wearing? I, well, I would wear my gi, but I imagine Tony would be probably in his singlet. 
You've been to Singlet mm-hmm. and some badass mm-hmm. fucking tigers, man. Uh, no, Tony is. I'm I'm fairly good at sizing up people's like height, reach, and you know, and just their appearance, you know. And, and Tony, you know, Tony's got fucking long ass arms, and he uh, he has he, he mentioned this, but he's told me more. Um, you guys know Wildcard Gym, right? Right, you guys. You guys know who trains there? Not just Pacquiao, but fucking everywhere. Freddie Roach and everything. Yeah. Freddie Roach is also a comedy. His brother is a comedy fan, and he used to hang out and, and follow Tony's shows. And Tony used to train with his brother over a wild card for a long time. So Tony not only could wrestle, but he could use those long arms to strike a motherfucker, right? And successfully. So no, he's he's, he's an athlete, you know. Just because uh, whatever he doesn't look like, you know. I would say, look at Dominic Cruz. He's kind of a thin guy, right? <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? He's built. Uh, I wouldn't fuck with that, that dude. And Tony's built like that. And Tony can strike, I think, uh, and wrestle like a motherfucker. So, uh, hey, what I want to do is get him into Tenth Planet. You know, we're gonna try to get him on A Bravo Radio, get him some of his free time to go to a Tenth Planet school. You know what I mean? And uh, get those worlds to merge. Yeah, for sure. Are you training uh, jujitsu as well, water boxer? You know what? My background is like almost 30 years of striking, various different kinds of striking. You know. Gotcha. Lots of Muay Thai, lots of Chinese stuff, uh, a lot of the Filipino system, a lot of the island stuff. I lived in uh-huh. in Guam for a couple of years, and I was able to kind of learn learn uh, a lot of things there. And of course, you know, a lot of time uh, in Kempo. Kempo was a big thing. People, Kempo in the street is very worthwhile. You know. Oh my I mean? God, I even took Kempo. It's it's <laughs> in its day. In its day, it was very important. You know, but as far as what's effective, as far as striking though goes, is is clearly Western boxing and Muay Thai. You know, yeah. my. I don't want to go into my whole jujitsu story, but um, but back in the '90s, I got into jujitsu to tra- to broaden my striking game. But it was back in the days where it was just, yeah, I'm not a big dude. You got to realize that, right? I'm, you know, it. Uh, so, uh, and I uh, went to a school from a Gracie black belt. It was a nogi school at that era, which was very very rare. Yeah, and sure. A bunch of big, all big dudes, and I'm, you know, I'm maybe five foot nine, and at that time, maybe 150 pounds, 45 pounds, right? Just built to box right you know and surf that's kind of the stuff i like uh and had fun rolling with the guys learned a lot of technique but they there was all these big dudes and had some big la county sheriff uh just doing a technique not even rolling right because everyone was cool rolling but it was yeah. a big huge white guy who was 250 pounds didn't understand grace or technique and he took my uh and just doing a technique of an arm bar, took it, took my arm, and just bent it over backwards until my elbow popped, and it just dangled there. Ooh. And uh, it took me a long fucking time to heal. And and later when um, I wanted to add jujitsu uh, to my striking, I had a few disc injuries from a, a, just an interesting life. Yeah. And whenever <laughs> I tried to roll, when someone pulls on my neck, or if my hips move a certain way, uh, I'm like. I can't move for about a month. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, I've, it's like I've learned to do the things I could do. And even striking, I don't I don't spar anymore. I, I hit some pads. I If you look at me close, man, I've got lots of scars. <laughs> lots of scars, and I walk kind of funny from broken things. But I love it, man. I love it. And Are you still following Muay Thai? Because we see Muay Thai becoming much more popular in America as the UFC has kind of shed a little extra light on it. Like yes. K-1 and I love, Lion man, Fights. I love, yeah, I, I love watching it. I think, you know... Um, you know, it's great. Taekwondo is wonderful, right? But if I'm, I want to teach a kid how to strike effectively and there's no boxing gym around, Muay Thai is the best way. And if every woman learns how to use her elbows and knees and can throw a round kick and those things, those simple tools, because I tell everybody in a street fight, your hands are going to break. Okay. They're going to break. 
Just know that. And then what are you going to do after your right hand breaks and you have to continue striking? You can't just give up, you know? So the elbows and knees are so important. Knee to the knots. <laughs> um, Speaking of but, women Muay Thai, uh, my teammate Tiffany Van Soust, Soust, just that Dutch last name, Van Soust, uh, she's fighting uh, coming up in February in Vegas on the next Lion card for the belt. She's a bad motherfucker. Oh. Have you seen her, Tiffany Van Soust? I, I certainly know her and certainly know her name. And, uh, and the fucking Dutch Muay Thai is a whole different level. You compare – uh, Thai Muay Thai, which is fucking beautiful and has a lovely history, sure. to, Dutch, to Dutch Muay Thai, and everybody knows, not what just Joe Rogan says. I mean, Joe knows the shit like a motherfucker, but you watch and how those fuckers punch <laughs> and how they put their hips into punches and how their kicks uh, just collide differently. It, it's, it's, you know, so... No, but I love watching the women in Muay Thai. I love that. Do you ever see that show that was on years ago called Fight Girls or Fight Chicks? It was about women oh. in Muay Thai. It uh, the coach. Guess who the coach was? The coach was uh, I'm sorry, it's, I was up all night. Um, uh, you know the really pretty one who uh, Cyborg destroyed, uh, who did movies. Um, oh, she, uh, Gina Carano. Gina Carano. Yeah, she was on it, and it was all just women doing Muay Thai. And at the time, I was to- coaching women in Muay Thai, so they were all loving it, right? And it was so exciting because I like to watch women fight. I really do. I like to watch women do stand up, especially because I think they're very graceful. And I like their technique. I really like the way women execute technique, uh, just my opinion. So I like to watch, watch women fighting. And uh, I, I wouldn't like to see my wife get hit in the face, but, but, uh, but I love to see women do it. And I love to see what Rhonda's done to blow it up, you know, to blow it up for women everywhere. And I, I do think women, if you're going to learn self-defense, a uh, little Muay Thai is good. You know what I mean? I mean knowing how to handle yourself on the ground, you know, knowing how to breathe on your back. You know what I'm saying? Once you agree with me, Mike? Yeah. Being on your back, holding someone near guard, being comfortable in that position. I just, not- I just told somebody yesterday who was coming in for the first time and kind of checking things out. I was telling them about the yoga class that we just started offering at my gym where I train, and I noticed just in learning how to breathe a little bit better. And I'm three years in to training the jujitsu, and even just taking a few yoga classes and learning to breathe and calm your, your body down in a way has completely changed my jujitsu game. Like it's helped 100%. It's, it's absolutely crazy. We got a donation update. Okay. Nice. Uh, Sean Zulu. Yeah, yeah, my man. He's awesome. Sean Zulu nation. And just did did Sean's uh, podcast the other day. My man. And death squad burns. Fuck yeah. Burns. Is that like Mr. Burns? Uh, no, more like a VD. <laughs> Just Burns. It's got a ring to it. Yeah. But, you know, interesting, Mike, that right. you know, yoga will improve your martial art, and I think yoga will improve everything. And I also will add that stand-up paddleboarding will improve any, any jiu-jitsu player's game. Shit, I'd love She's, to get into that. Dude, what I'll be – you know what, dude? Let me tell you. I tell everybody. You're fucking a desk squad brother. You come here. I'll go out with me, and you'll see – there is a total zen to it, and the mindset that you need to be in the ring or to be on the mat, the same – you have to be relaxed but focused, right? Yeah. And calm. You can't be tense. You're going to fucking fall on your ass. That mindset is very important. It can help you, and the, the, uh, the skills you learn in your body and coordinating it and the kind of core strength and the kind of grace and touch you learn. Sure. Even if you don't surf, you just learn how to cruise and learn properly. I see so many people teaching people poorly, and I've yeah. been in ocean sports 
for more than 40 years and stand up paddleboarding uh, for more than 10 and surfing for forever. Right. And, uh, and I transitioned after I blew up my knee doing Muay Thai, I couldn't really surf anymore. And I, you know what I mean? And for a while I couldn't run. So uh, stand-up paddleboarding healed me, and it made me better. And I was able to kind of return and still be able to, uh, you know, at least be competitive in the gym and kick and yeah. stuff. So probably it, it can do a lot of things. And I want to get all the Ten Planet folks uh, at HQ down there. I'm trying to get Eddie and uh, the folks from Eddie Bravo Radio out there. But anybody who's considering it, just like you see, yoga can improve your game. This can too. But the cool thing about this is. You also have nature and these other elements, right? You've got the wind, yeah, and you've sure. got the ocean, and and what that does for your head. And dude, you live in San Diego, brother. You know, yeah, right? No doubt. You could, it's something you don't need to make the investment. You could always you rent them, but you do this and think about for your summer training, mixing it up. You know, <clears throat> yeah. Tell me the tell me the spots to go. Let me know what's up and. I'll even come up to LA. Come up here. Come up here and learn from me. You know what yeah. I mean? Learn from me. We'll find, you know, we'll go do that and go to a comedy show. We'll get real high. Uh, if you yeah. take, take of course. Can- okay, I hope so. I smoke I, illegal you know cannabis too. I don't give a fuck. I, you know what? Hey, if I, the only two things I ever talk about on podcasts, and I've been on a lot, is <laughs> sea mammals and, and the pro cannabis majority. The only two things. If you guys want to talk about MMA or comedy, that's badass. But my only two political platforms are those. It, uh, mm-hmm. If we could ever bring those up, because if everyone was on that wavelength, we, we wouldn't have many problems. I, I have to Let me. Um, I have a few more things to give away since we got a couple more donations in. I have three books from We Are Pioneers Press. They do a bunch of um, like street art and stencil books that are really cool. So we have three different books from them to give away. So I'll I'll pick three people right here. Uh, The first one is Nicholas Talent. Book one. Book two will go to Desquad, Kentucky. Oh, Oh, shit, Kentucky. Book three is going to go to Joe Sibaris. S-C-I-B-E-R-R-A-S. Oh, and we so got a call coming in right now. Pioneers Press. Wow. And, and you can find them facebook.com slash we are Pioneers Press nice. on the Facebooks. And real quick, while we're go- we got we're still good, right, Ray? Yep. All right. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and. Give oh, we away got a caller some- though, real quick. Caller. Colin. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Hello. 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 This is uh, I love Tate. I love tater tots, everybody. Just calling hey. in on my lunch break. Where that? How you doing, man? Everybody doing? How's, We're giving shit away. Good, doing yeah. good. We're winding down the second to the last part of the twenty-four hour podcast, so we're trying to get through a few <coughs> names. Right on. So real yeah. quick, let me um, let me give For three sure. more. Adriel sent my my boy Adriel Restrepo. <laughs> uh, he is at Monster. MPA on Instagram. It's Monster MPA on Instagram. He donated a, a bunch of like uh, color pencil and ink drawings and some paintings on paper. So there's a stack of stuff to give away. So I'm gonna pick three people again to uh, to get Adriel stuff. And make sure you go follow his stuff on Instagram. He's on Facebook and Twitter. Adriel Restrepo. He's a bad motherfucker. He listens to the podcast all the time. Um, he's a shit. So go follow him. Uh, and the first one to win some of Adriel's art is Miguel Martinez. Mr. J.R. Steiner, you're going to also oh, get some shit. art. And don't worry, your name's in there a bunch of fucking times because you donated. Uh, and Johnny Premuse. Premuse. 
All right, we got another big announcement. And I don't know how this works, but uh, I think Gareth Reynolds just won the Tony Hinchcliffe sword. $150. Ah, <laughs> uh, we're getting close. Right. We're, we're we're going 150. That's really good, man. That's really good. And you know, Tony, I'm in touch with Tony. Tony knows he'll get his brand new sword. Is that is that the highest bidder? Do you want to go at 150, or can we kick that up? Uh, can anybody beat 150 dollars? Why don't we see if we can get a better bidder? We're at it's it's. What do you think? Ten more minutes? You may have this, Gareth. I think we can get up to at least 250. That thing has value. Okay, you can. You Although can I, w- I would say I would assume Gareth would want the sword auctioned off. Yeah. I don't, to yeah. someone, it, it is Gareth. <laughs> he doesn't need a sword. He doesn't need a sword. It could be dangerous. Safety you know, first, think guys. About that. You know, they got me thinking. Uh, but think of the value. Think think how those folks who collect things. You could put this in loose sight. You know what I mean? Forever. But Gareth would probably dig some art. Uh, hey, whoever wants it, man, you guys make the decision. I'm just typing <laughs> whatever. Let's, well, let's Gareth's the... name is going to go in the bag as well since he go. donated. He could win a GoPro at there the end go. of this thing. Oh. Oh, shit. Uh. 150 bucks. Might as well put it in a couple times. That sword, yeah, man. So. Someone's got to get that sword. A real Tony Kill Tony fan has to get the sword. I'm sure it'll happen. Yeah. Yeah. We still got three more hours after this, just because it switches Fuck over. Yeah. Yep. Fuck yeah. So did Joe announce? Hey, Benny, I, I didn't catch all of Joe Rogan's podcast yesterday. Is he playing the Ice House this Wednesday, or is it next Wednesday? Some I just got, I got a bunch of texts saying that, and I can't find it anywhere. Anybody hear anything? No, I, I didn't listen to the episode yesterday. I'm going to be listening to it this afternoon, so I can let you know once I find out. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry. I, I checked. I can't check the Ice House's uh, schedule. It's not on there. But a few people said you want to go. So uh, apparently, Joe's going to be doing a show at the Ice House a Wednesday coming up, uh, and it could be next Wednesday, the twenty second. But it is not posted anywhere, and um, it's going to be a bunch of people. That's all I know. Uh, a bunch of people. Well, awesome. Well, I will let you know in three hours when the podcast is over. <laughs> yeah, it happened to me Thanks, too. Bro. Everybody was saying that Bill Burr's coming to Halifax, but I can't find any dates or nothing. I uh, yeah, we'll find out. Again, this is like it. it uh, at least, hey, at least we. It's probably happening, you know. And hey, uh, also, Mad Flavor. Anybody in the LA area, Mad Flavor is going to be at the Improv in West West Hollywood, uh, Friday and Saturday. I don't know if we're going to go that because I, I like to see comedy on. Uh, weeknights <laughs> honestly because we got another a, donation uh yeah nick dominguez fuck yeah nick. oh yeah he's a good guy fuck yeah yeah all right, nick. <laughs> all, right. In the- all right ladies and gentlemen i gotta get back to work but you guys thanks for uh, calling in mike see i like your chats too i love <laughs> who doesn't uh there's people there. There's. Uh, we there's. got a new don- donor. It's uh, Danny Pin. Danny Pin's oh, in. Yeah. Awesome. Australia's in the house. Yeah. My man. <laughs> Danny. Danny Pin does a daily cartoon every day yes. too. And he's and a he's fucking a cool book. dude. Does a podcast too. I've done it. He's a great guy representing Death Squad Australia along with our other down under brothers. He's a That's lovely like a man. Donation through time. Yeah, for the future. Yeah, for the future. Yeah. Or the hey, past hey yo, yo, yo. Uh, the Constantine Rain is trying to get through on Skype. Yeah. He's uh, – you guys all fucking the Bishop of Berlin of the Church of What's Happening Now, those who don't know. 
is there any way he can get through or should yeah. I get off or no, no. we got two Mike just, just went off so it's we're good. Okay, I'm just say try now. And we're try just, now. we're about to wrap it up too so it's you know. Let me just have him try now. Yeah. And just uh, get on. Yeah, I'm, Mr. Ray Taylor, you're holding up. I bet your eyes are just closed. Right. I'm a little numb right now, but it's I, nice that there's no video because I've been just dying over here, fucking way too hungover. Yeah. Sorry, I haven't been talking. I'm writing down everybody's names who is uh, donating in, which is a good thing. Yes. Apologies. I think the Patriot might call in, by the way. Yeah. Uh, like well, we're resetting in, a, in like twenty yeah, minutes. Yeah, I saw that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we better start giving more shit away. Yeah, let's make this let's make this happen. Um, nice gift coming up here. Uh, Shauna Peterson, who was just a guest on the Live Free podcast, she donated a beautiful original acrylic on wood or oh, canvas. Yo, painting. yo, yo! What's up? Yo, what's up? What's up? The Bishop of Berlin. Constantine. Hey, hey oh, hold on one second. Let me let me give this away yeah. real quick, and then Sorry. we'll go. So Shauna Peterson was kind enough to donate a really, really nice painting. Uh, You could follow her at Shauna Toots on Instagram. It's S-H-A-U-N-T-O-O-T-S or Shauna Peterson on Facebook. And this painting, seriously, super nice. I wish it was going into my collection. But one winner, and that winner is Mr. Scott Wood, San Diego fellow. Lucky guy. Congratulations, Scott. Thank you. And uh, welcome to the new fellow on the. No, this is, this is Constantine Rain, yeah. the mixed master general, and the bishop of Berlin. <laughs> dude, dude, I saw you know what, boxer? I, dude. I've never talked to you, but I feel like I know you like a brother. How are you, man? Hey, man, we're all family. You know how it is, man. We've been tweeting at each other for months now. I feel like everybody on this whole death squad thing is a friend of mine, a family member of mine. You know, it's just it's one love, man. Where are you from? You say you're from you're from Berlin. I live in Berlin. Yeah, I live in Berlin. I've been living here for the last twenty years. Oh yes, he's a. If you don't follow him on Twitter or where, he's he's, oh, he's like, like the master of Follow Friday. Follow Friday, but he also creates But he represents. And I go to you know, Twitter Joe every time. I go to Twitter Joe every time. <laughs> <laughs> Puts out great mixes on Friday to listen to the rest of the day. He uh, represents Death Squad in Germany like uh, like a motherfucker, and he's always there for the church. You know, always fucking there for the church. And uh, is Cassius on you? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. What's up, Cassius? How's it going? Chilling, man. Wait, what's up with the podcast? What's up with what's good? Um. Well, app- apparently we're switching to a different uh, network, Sarah Silverman's network. Freddie hasn't really talked you to told me. Me. That's the same shit you told me like four weeks ago. Yeah, I haven't really been in touch with Freddie, but uh, you need to get on his case, man. You need to kick him in the ass or something. Yeah, I messaged him the other day. So, hopefully so how are you guys doing? Yeah, good, man. It's I'm good to hear your voice, show. dude. You sound you even, even though you're in Germany or wherever, you sound like you're a brother from fucking South Central. I love the, the sound of your voice, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that. I was it's born like... and raised in Watts. Oh fuck yeah! Oh. Okay. I didn't even no, know that, dude. I'm I, see, I didn't even. I'm just. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got us off. Oh uh, no, you got we, soul in your voice, man. You really do. It's it's cool to hear that. Do you, you also keep way train rolling? If we're gonna get most yeah, of we got to wrap up. Pretty, pretty all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's minutes. do this. Let's give another thing away. We got um. Let's see here. Artists and Craftsman Supply, the best art uh, store in San Diego. 
they were kind enough to donate a $25 gift certificate and a rad ink set, which is like valued $50 ink set. So if uh, you're an artist or you got an artist in your family, this is a, a bonus gift for you. And their gift certificate works online to Artists and Craftsmen Supply. So that winner is Michael Marsh. Oh, oh shit. I love tater tots. Congratulations. Oh, we just missed him. I wish we yeah. would have got him while he was on. Thomas, hey, I, was, um, I was sitting and looking at things I could maybe give away for the for the whole thing. And um, I got this this wooden chess set um, that I'm willing to, like, to ship anywhere in the world. To anybody, you know, if you are, if you guys are willing to accept that as a, as a, as a prize or whatever you guys are doing there. Yeah, man, take a picture, tweet it out, and uh, we'll hey, pass it around. T- yeah, yeah, put put me in there, and I'll make sure it gets spit out to the world. You know, the best. Yeah, because even if if stuff is left over from the end of this twenty four, we could still continue to fund the uh, the GoFundMe. Yeah, you know, right. Make it happen. I'll just take a picture and then I'll just like whoever wins that or who's going to get that I'll just uh, I'll just send it out you know wherever. Thomas Kale just sent in a donation, nice. so let's give something else away. I think let's give away the Chris Reaney art wood print. That's the Mir versus Lesnar wood print. The my my dude Chris, he's on uh, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. He uh, does all the illustrations for Fightland. I'm sure you've seen his stuff. There's an illustration of like a like a gif of Anderson Silva knocking out Forrest Griffin. That's all woodburn cut. He did all that, so he donated some original art, and that is on its way to Mr. Steve Sample. Nice. Oh, <laughs> that's that's Drew and Wes is dead. Nice. That's Steve's awesome. Steve's awesome. a good dude. We'll be getting some original art from New York. Let's uh, let's do another one. Thomas Conger, he uh, sent a rad Nautilus piece uh, called the Fibonacci. It's um, I, it's on my Instagram and my Facebook. Uh, let's see who's gonna win a set from him. Dom again. Dom coming up clutch, winning two prizes. Nice, congratulations. So Thomas Conger, follow him on Facebook. Thomas Conger three. Uh, we got another donation also. Yeah, we got him. Oh, he's got in. Him? Yeah, he's oh, okay. in. Um, Disregard that. Daniel Gibson, my friend from the uh, Imperial Valley, donated a, a sweet screen print on Canvas that is set up like a banner and has the um, the eye hooks in it. Super nice piece. He uh, he was just on the Live Free podcast. If you want to check him out, and Stuart Browning is going to win that print. Nice international. <laughs> One of our Europe boars. I think he's in England. Nice. Congratulations, Stuart. So we'll get another donation coming in here. Last final minute. Should we try to give the GoPro away by the 1 o'clock mark? Or or do we need to reset, Ray? Uh, We've got 20 minutes. Okay, nice. We're getting getting close here. Let's make sure we get through this. Justin Angelos, this was the piece that I posted on my Instagram. I think they got the most likes and the most comments and shit. Uh, JustinAngelos.com. He donated a mixed media collage piece that's really cool. Um, it's framed up. It's probably like 8x10-ish. Oh, I and, love and, that piece. I remember that. Yeah, there's like a lightning bolt going <laughs> yeah. across it. Some yeah, eyes. I want that. <laughs> well, DS. Pick my name. Uh, Desquad, Connecticut. 
Damn. Damn. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Good. John's good. Yeah. Nice. Don's a good guy. Yeah, I'll be seeing him because um, Coco's coming up in March, so we're gonna go see him together. So he's gonna get a nice piece of art for uh, for his house. Congratulations! Okay. Yeah. Holla. Um, let's keep, let's just roll right through this thing yeah. in this last twenty minutes. We'll just bang yeah. these out. Everyone feel good about that? Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah, cool. Hey, I'm gonna okay. bail right now. I'll be back uh, in the next hour or two. Okay? All right, brother. This is water right. right. Take care, Thank guys. So Beautiful. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Love you Later. guys. Peace. Peace. Paul Urich drawing. Gonna give that away. Uh, you could check his stuff out at nowheresvillesf.com. I'm actually showing some of my art in his gallery in March in San Francisco. So check him out, nowheresvillesf.com. And he's nowheresville on Instagram as well. And that piece of piece is fucking dope. Another one that I wouldn't mind having in my collection. The winner is Gareth Reynolds. Yay! Oh shit. So he may get the sword and he also gets the the Paul Urich piece. So congratulations, Gareth. Congratulations, Gareth. You son of a bitch. <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, let's see. We got we got a Skinner print. Anyone who anyone who doesn't know Skinner's artwork, just go look up Skinner art. He's fucking one of the raddest guys making things right now. He's got a, a real like death metal type style. And he makes these like evil goblins that everybody is in love with. And he's been doing all these like rad, like Japanese style, like airbrush toys too. But he donated a screen print. It must have like 45,000 colors on it um, worth 10 million. So we're going to give that to Mr. Greg Brown. Congratulations. Nice. Another one of the England boys. Scotland. Nice. This art looks great, by it's, the way. It's, looks an cool. island. <laughs> it's an island. Yeah, Skinner's a bad motherfucker. He's been on the Live Free podcast. His episode was really funny. He's a, he's awesome. an interesting cat, and you know he does a lot of stuff. You'll know you'll see his artwork around a lot once you once you've seen it once. You'll be like, oh shit, there's that dude. He's a bad Sweet. motherfucker. Uh, my good friend, longtime friend Rebecca Jolson, who gets some photography into this mix, a bunch of paintings and prints and shit. Um, she donated a cool like train yard photograph. Um, so we'll give that away. It's probably eight by ten. It's framed up, like ready to go. You'll look super classy hanging it up in your living room or dining area. And Death Squad Rancho Cuca Red Bar is <laughs> right. the longest. Holy shit! He wins <laughs> just for the name. Death Squad Rancho Cuca Red Bar. Congratulations. Keeping this train rolling down the tracks. I'm excited to get to the the GoPro. <laughs> Are I we there? Refreshing this, uh, the site thing like every thirty yeah, seconds because I want to add whatever whatever goes yeah. in. I want to be able to add it too. Um, Michael Page art. I don't know if if everyone's gone on to my Instagram or my Facebook and seen the the folder or my Twitter. Uh, Michael Page art does this crazy psychedelic really bright beautiful art and he donated two really nice prints um for somebody so we will draw for that winner is nelson perez congratulations we got another Ooh. donation too very Ooh. nice fifty dollars from lee syatt the flying right. jew Woo. lee trying to go after that gopro <laughs> <laughs> get him in there a couple times 
Did he call in? That's yet? a lot. That's a lot for a Jew right there, too. Fifty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that was hard. He was like, you know, uh, you, know, "You know, Lee's hurting." He stared at that button for like a half hour before he finally clicked it. <laughs> <laughs> what a joy! What a joy! Say one day about Jews. He said the dollar bills that haven't seen the daylight and the wallets. He said Jews always got a dollar bill in the in the, in the, in the wallet that hasn't seen the daylight. <laughs> All right. Uh, my my boy, Michael Shung, donated a cool print and zine set. Um, follow him at Michael Shung. His last name is H-S-I-U-N-G, Michael Shung. And I, I never fucking pronounce that right anyway, these fucking artists. Um, but follow him uh, or go check out his website, Michael Shung, H-S-I-U-N-G.com. So the winner for that is... Gareth Reynolds again. Wow. Gareth getting a nice little set of art here for his large donation. This is lucky day. <laughs> the bag is the bag is pretty full too. I'll let you get everybody know as you see it's, all the. Well, it's actually Yuck Nasty's lucky day. Yeah, it yeah is that's true, day. right? How? Where are we at? What's our What's our number? Our official total right now seven thousand eight hundred ninety four dollars. So we incredible. might we might crest eight thousand before the end of this uh, hour. Let's do it. All right, we have. Oh shit! I think we're getting down to the end of this thing. I have a uh, two two names to draw. Starbucks, my local Starbucks, which I know a lot of people shit on Starbucks and it's corporate, but we're giving money away. So um, they were kind enough to donate a couple bags of coffee and some <laughs> mugs. Um, as well as Caveman Coffee. Shout out to our coffee sponsors for this episode. Hey. Uh, this particular Starbucks actually has my art hanging in the store. So I have kind of a nice, a good friendship with them. And they overheard me talking about what was going on. And they were kind enough to donate. That's so awesome. I'm going to give away some more coffee and a couple mugs to two people. Let's see. First one is... Ivan Desquad, Arizona. Oh, nice, nice. And Paul Vick, which I believe hey, is Doug. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. yeah he and we got a call happened. coming in right now. I'm gonna get off. Hey guys, you guys have been awesome. This right, is, thank you, constant. Right here, man. Nice to talk you to you. Keep doing what you do. Bye, nice to talk to you too, Cash. Thanks for calling in, brother. Take care, Mitch. Later. Caller, hello. Hey, what's up? It's Joe from World of Rock Records. Oh, what's hey, up, what's dude? Up, hey, what's going on? I wanted to call real quick and uh, see how everybody's doing. doing yeah, we're good. rocking. Thank you. You donated, right? I did, yeah, a couple hours yeah. ago, I think. I yeah. donated like five bucks. And yeah. uh, we're yeah. actually pressing We're pressing Joe Diaz's record in a few months. And uh, I wanted to announce somewhere. I didn't get to do it formally yet, but I wanted to announce that uh, we're going to auction off all of our test pressings for Joe's new record. I talked to him. He said he wanted to do it. We're going to, uh, I don't know how many we're going to have, but whenever they're back from uh, being pressed, we're going to auction off Joe Diaz's uh, new vinyl record, the test copies. They're really rare. It's probably going to be, let's say, maybe five of them. Auction them off and uh, throw all the proceeds over to Yuck Nasty. So, wow. Uh, yeah, that's thank awesome. You. Doing good things. That's great, man. Thank you so much. Got another donation, too. All right, let's add uh, that. $40 from Justin King, the former nice. co-host of the Inspired nice. Disorder podcast. Thank you. Love he it. has laryngitis. Right. We love you. All right, so let's pull another name. Then I have a 
really cool drawing from Lacreme Easy on Facebook. He's uh, also at L A C R E M E E Z on Instagram. Lacreme Easy. Uh, his he he drew a, a black and white drawing and donated it. Uh, the winner of that is Mr. Sebastian George. Congratulations, Congrats. Sebastian. Mazel. Got another one, another donation from Tracy. Okay, let's add that because I think the next one is gonna be. Next one's gonna be for the GoPro. Like the Holy big, shit! Big there. Sebastian George. Guys, so do your thing. I know you're busy. Take care. Thank, right. you, thank you so much, man. What was the last one? Tracy All right. At W Fascination. At W. So, all right. So here's the big prize. We got the shoe is done. The creme easy is done. I think we are set to give away the GoPro camera. I have, uh, yeah, looks like it. Let's do this. You guys ready? We're getting down to the yeah. end of this thing. What is our final total here at the end of the one o'clock hour? We are at $7,944. Man, somebody dropped 60 bucks in there right now within the... Do we have 10 minutes, Ray? Uh, no, we have... Yeah, yeah, we have 10 minutes. Yeah, like yeah. nine. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's see if somebody drops 60 bucks in there to get to the 8,000 mark, and then we'll draw for this GoPro. There we go. Get your bids in now, folks. Get your bids in now. If you want to do it. Oh, oh I nice. like that. That was nice, kid. Nice. Thank you very much. So, guys, uh, since we're coming down to the end of this thing and we're given about six minutes, I want to first thank Ray for um, putting all this together on the technical end and Keith as well. You guys doing what you're doing. Um, first, I want to thank you guys. I want to thank all the artists who who were kind enough to donate their uh, their work and time into to raising some donations. And uh, thank you, especially to everybody who who donated. Um, it's super rad that uh, all you guys are doing this, and uh, it makes me think of humans and it puts them in a better light. I yeah, think. You're, right. you're saving a little kid's Christmas too. Right. Yeah. yeah. So thank well, you, all you guys. Thank for, you, Keith. For or Keith. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> What's your fucking name? Uh, I think I was. Yeah. I was supposed to be named Keith, but I was born on my dad's birthday, so I got stuck with his name. Oh, well, yeah. uh, it's a beautiful name. Yeah, you, you're not missing out on much. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. I, got, I never got fucked just because my name's Keith, so. <laughs> you know, well, you never know. I guess maybe if you polled, you might have to go do a poll and find out. Did you fuck Did you me because my name's Keith? Yeah. <laughs> like, absolutely. <laughs> I know. Is there a ratio of like your you have a higher probability of getting laid if you have the a most particular name? name? <laughs> what is, is there the one? Fuckable name. I don't know. I There's got pretty a... lucky in that department. I think. Cassius. Yeah. Are you named after uh, Muhammad Ali? Um, I believe so. I've never known my dad to be a huge fan, but I think I was. And if yeah. not, I don't know where it comes from. Yeah, I, I would just go with that, even if it's not true. Yeah, just say Absolutely. yeah, totally. Yeah, white lie it won't hurt you. It'll yeah. get you laid. It'll get you laid when, when it's time. It's when you can shit talk just because you're named after a shit talker. Right. right exactly. <laughs> All right, Rick, give me a countdown. Where are we at? Uh, we, we got oh, less than 10 minutes. Less than 10 five minutes. Five minutes would be better. Five minutes, okay. All right, five minutes. We're going to get somebody to donate. What is it? $56? $56, yes. Let's go. So it's but. finished after the five minutes? 
No, we have another three-hour chunk to go. I just have to reset. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Except for, except for our set right here and the GoPro. Yeah. All right, guys, All donate. Right. GoFundMe.com. Slash Chef Nasty. Need to make this happen. Can I donate? Will it be? I can't. Huh? I want that fucking GoPro, man. Shit. It's a it's a conflict of interest. I think you're right. I know. It's like when the the radio shows. If you even like, if you're having sex with one of the members of the radio show, you can't. You're doing uh, insider trading right now. You guys are having yeah. sex with each GoPro. other. <laughs> and plus, without the video, we can't see you actually. Pull yeah. Oh, I know. That's the thing. I forgot we have video. You'd be like, oh, I, I picked my name. We clearly know Mike is a fan of Gareth. I know, right? <laughs> I'm trying to get on that naughty show, I think. <laughs> like, hey, Gareth needs a t-shirt design. I mean, like... <laughs> when, we, I... when we pull the drawing for the GoPro, I'm going to make an Instagram video and post that up and then tag Ray and Mike. Okay, Sweet. nice. And then... Hopefully, who Do you think Ray will get it? Who's available? Have you guys all donated? Mish, you're I'm, in there. Well, I already got so, the shoe, so I don't need it. Everybody's in there, so you guys mm-hmm. all have a chance. All right, where are we at? What's our time? Uh, we got uh, like three minutes. All right, let's do this. All right, hold all right. on. Let me get this ready. GoPro. Who is it? All right. The winner is, you ready? Winner for the GoPro. Here we go. Podcast oh. raffle. Mr. Gary Lovato. Hey! Uh, I swear, you, I thought you were going to say Gareth Reynolds again. <laughs> Gareth Reynolds. It's true. Gary nice. Lovato, congratulations on the big prize. That's awesome. Fuck A new yeah. GoPro will be headed your way. And um, we'll get in contact. I think I'll have Jill. I'll talk with Jill, and she'll get all the contact info yep. if I don't already have it. So if you heard me talk, say your name, say my name, say my name. Uh, then hit me up on Facebook or Twitter. Um, if not, Jill will be in contact. And we just crested eight thousand dollars. Look at will. that! Yes. Nice eight thousand one dollars with a fifty-seven dollar bid. Fuck yeah. that last one. Dan Worms. Fuck yeah. yeah, Dan Worms. Hey, I'm gonna just I'm gonna go out of my way since he went and and finished off the uh, the show. I'm gonna just make him something and send Dan Worms. Awesome, as awesome, well. man. Like four hundred and twenty bucks the other day. Oh, okay, for yeah. sure. We're hooking Dan up. Yeah. And he's a fellow um, artist. pottery artist. Everything's yeah. mad cool. All right, Dan, you're the man. So we're gonna. I have a bunch of extra pieces here, so I'm gonna make sure you get a nice care package as well for for cresting the eight k mark. And again, thank you, everybody. I appreciate it. Make okay. sure you follow the Live Free Podcast at Live Free Podcast. Follow Mike Maxwell, myself at Mike Maxwell Art, and producer Lex at, at producer Lex. Lex. Boom. Awesome. All right, guys. Uh, we'll be back in just a few minutes. Go to GoFundMe.com slash YuckNasty, two S's in nasty, and we will be right back. Love you. All right. Thank Thanks, you. everybody. Thanks, guys.